it it is like dancing with a fairy princess in a in a wooded glen while you're mopping up at night. I was like literally almost whistling like fucking Snow White while I'm mopping spilt beer off the floor. Cartoon birds flying out of the fucking mop water. seeing right now like uh or uh she's a, a, a bookkeeper for to the start one of the bigger titty bars in town yep. oh so you know it's a major industry around here i guess so <clears throat> yeah even though you can't fucking drink in a strip club in washington state that's true horseshit that is true in fact i think when it was first right before Brianna and i were like hanging out hanging out she was talking about they need a janitor done at deja vu <laughs> and it pays good and i like politely Declined. You got a new mop bucket though, man. Take that shit. Oh, I, I can Stanley Spadowski that shit. Like <laughs> your mop bucket got pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I'm gonna. Then you can sell off all the other mop buckets that it gives oh, birth to. I'm thinking yeah. of gonna steer clear Toxic of the nightlife adventure. industry. Well, I guess strip clubs aren't strictly nightlife, are they? Not not it's strictly. Twenty four hour animal. Mm-hmm. But also, you'd be robbing yourself of the experience of having a chicken barge. Yes, yes. So, I, we got to stick to our goals and get our dream building a. chicken barge. Goals first. Strip chicken barge. Ooh, ooh well, shit. That's, yeah, like chicken they, strip like, barge. Well, it's mm-hmm. like, ooh. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> that's a little obvious. That, man. That's, how, like, that's <laughs> how we should literally just the three-piece chicken at the, <laughs> like, make sure it comes in like a square wooden box. Oh, oh yeah. Strip, chicken strip barge. Chicken the, the strip, strip barge. Strip Oh, fry, yeah, well, yeah, we already have those, but I want it to yeah. be rustic. Oh, and it okay. probably should put some Easter grass or something in there, or that, you know, the <laughs> Fuck like that. actual straw. No, you float the thing on like a, a little like mini sea of like barbecue sauce or whatever. Do you want a sea of ranch, sea of barbecue, mm. sea of hot sauce? Chicken barge. Yeah. Chicken strip barge. Chicken strip barge. All right, that's enough cold open. Welcome back to How the West was Fuck. How the West was Fuck. Recording? Yep. We always are recording. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Uh, you you may be wondering to yourself, who the fuck is that other voice I'm listening to? Well, we have a special guest uh, this afternoon in the studio with us. Live in studio. We've never had anyone live in studio with us before. We've talked we, about we've it. And we, we've always fucked it up. Yeah. yeah. We had Annie sitting in the corner. Oh, man, she crawled up my ass like uh, at D&D. She's like, I wish it could have been because I was... Telling her that Carter was going to be on the... Oh, he didn't say who it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's our buddy Carter that you may have heard about on some of the other episodes. He spends a lot of time in Miles City. Yeah, commonly mm-hmm. referred to as Oily. And you might hear... That's you, right? At the end yeah. of every episode. Yep. Fuck you, Miles City. City. Yep, so... He's here from North Dakota. we got to remember to do that. By way of end. California. Oh, but either which way, like, I, I told Annie that Carter was going to be joining us today, and she's like, I wanted to be on the podcast, where I was like, you have your own segment. Yeah. You have your own fucking theme song. <laughs> and she's like, I guess, but. <laughs> you know who's be jealous is Ben Hyman. Yeah, well, he'll have to come out and fucking visit sometime. Mm-hmm. But, 
Anyway, so at the very least, we won't be talking about Ninja Three: The Domination. Not so get much. Get on any weird tangents. We'll be talking mm-hmm. about Flash Gordon. Since Probably we'll Flash Gordon. Fuck Gordon. yeah, I'm all about it. Yeah. Do the song. No. No. Okay. Ah, Flash. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. <laughs> Well, actually, what we'll probably be talking about more today is going off on horror movie tangents because oh shit, this I, is the How Do Ween episode. How Do Ween episode twenty twenty two. We were actually talking at the bar and realized, holy fuck, uh, our show comes out on Mondays. Halloween's on, on a Monday, Monday, and we didn't have a Halloween. <laughs> and we slapped it together. Actually, at the it was, last it was Brianna that yeah. reminded me that. Was, oh no! So the boys slapped Ash's shit together, and they're going to try and scare me out of the studio. Yeah. Oh, and slapped is the right word. I'm Fucking. not prepared. Well, <laughs> all right, you're on my side of the table. Then. Perfect. See, we were gonna try to get him to do crib notes and just leave you completely in the dark, but you know he's been traveling and stuff and taking, unfortunately, bended rules and watching, trying to watch that 18 hour Mariner game, so you can't get a lot of studying done when you have to drink for 39 Half hours of watching baseball. You, well, can't, you not. can't watch not you can't watch baseball without. Drinking. Also, the Mariners, you gotta you gotta be good and fucking medicated just to well, to, you, to cope with the you, fact that they're gonna lose you, no matter how well. You know what happened yesterday, though, right? No, I have no idea. Eight, uh, what eighteen innings? Eighteen, mm-hmm. <laughs> two, two yeah. games, zero 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 zero, zero until you know. Jesus Christ! And then, of course, we did lose. Yeah, of course. That's that's what I always say if I, when I have the bartender fucking baseball game. It, everybody's said, like, "Holy shit, they're up by seven well, I'm like, "Yeah, don't worry, they'll figure out a way to well, lose Garner, it eventually." Garner was saying that it was like uh, the longest uh, postseason game in like. Forever, four or five innings. Yeah. yeah, damn. So you missed out on that one. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. But the the record was like thirty two innings. Was, but that was in. Like, it was like a minor league game in nineteen eighty, I think. Oh, okay. At least uh, my uh, my buddy got his fucking money's worth. He was so excited about that game that he bought tickets like two days before the game. For him and his dad, fourteen hundred dollars. Holy balls! Yeah, so, stupid. Well, yeah. it was like seeing two games. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, he's, he's got his fucking well, money's as right. Garner pointed out, you know what happens at baseball games though? They stop serving beer in this at the bottom of the seventh. Are you yeah. fucking serious? No matter how long the shit goes for, they don't know. They don't. It could end at any second. That and they don't, sucks. So that's what we're saying. Is like, wow, there's some thirsty motherfuckers, and they don't. They stop selling any beverages. Oh Coke Jesus or any Christ, of that shit. dude! So you're all just Fuck you're kind of like trapped on a desert island with. What fifty thousand of your not closest friends, and, mm-hmm. uh, and you have to watch baseball. And you have this to is watch already baseball. the scariest episode we've ever done. <laughs> there we go. Ooh. Everyone got drunk and sobered up. <laughs> yep. Well, that's the way you describe it. I kind of did. Well, I didn't get drunk, drunk, but I, you know, had a couple claws before the game, you yeah, know, or before opening because I got to do the fryer and Hell stuff. Yeah. I just kind of pet myself up from the night before. fucking four. Yep. But yeah, by the time that game was over, it's like, oh shit, that's a... woof. The, the show was about to start, basically. Woof. Yep. Anyway, though, I don't know what order you have things in, Will. So Will's gonna Will's gonna kick it off with the spookiest uh, font there is, Comic Sans, yep. in his dulcet NPR voice. Luckily, though, this Spooky year no no theremin. NPR. So oh yeah, oh, yeah. Wait, you know, I forgot about that. Take so that later. But so glad we slapped year. ashes together, so I don't have to watch him like well, wave his hands around like a fucking wizard. Well, he, last year he pretty much had a theremin sitting on his yeah. keyboard and he was doing it live. Oh, this is my first time in Seattle, and there wasn't the theremin. It's kind of weird. Fuck. <laughs> But my my Thurman player for my band had had passed away a couple months ago. So no, it's even more sad when in, you bring that up. In tribute to well, fun. Yeah. you got to learn how wait, to play wait. the Sarah McLaughlin song on Thurman. Oh well, or learn to play anything on Thurman. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good place to start, at least. Yep. So uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about Death Valley. Ooh. We all been there. 
No. No. I've been near there. I've, I've been, been near south of there. Has. Yeah. Yeah. But did you know there's underground Death Valley? Dun dun dun. Like a, like they're on a like a minor label or whatever. No. <laughs> they only play like small bars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the one in Death Valley where the guy sells you the uh, so, soda, soda pop Steve or whatever yep. his fucking yeah. name is. Seldom seen. Seldom seen Slim. Seldom seen soda pop Slim. Yep. Who's sick? Who was also Death, Death Valley Scotty who was had the 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 Scotty's castle. He convinced the rich guy to build it there. I don't think we mentioned that. Is that uh, what? The one yeah. and only mansion in Death Valley is. There's a castle. There's, there's a castle. castle. Okay. A Death Valley. Yep. Then it's run by like okay. some fucking Highlander. No. Well, it was built by. This is long before it was a national park, but it was built by a rich guy. But it, he is convinced that well, Death you, Valley Scotty's like this is going to be the best place to build a castle. Well, generally, when somebody's called Scotty back in those days, they're going to be from Scotland. Oh, that's probably. Just like everybody who's named Dutch is German. Yep. Mm-hmm. I've stayed in a Scottish Check castle. Out. It was definitely not a Scottish castle. Well, I mean, you stayed in one in Scotland, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he's saying that I think the guy that sold the land oh. was the Scot- Scottish guy, and then the other guy was what, just a psycho? Yeah, just a rich psycho. There we go. Yeah. Of course, uh, Charles Manson was captured there, too, so he's probably still, as a ghost, hiding. Because when they captured him, he was hiding underneath like the uh, the sink in the bathroom. In the castle? <laughs> no, in in the little oh, it'd been little better. ranch outside. He, he is a tiny motherfucker. Mm-hmm. He can totally fit in the cabinet. It would have been better if it was in the castle, because then you could do a new like Castlevania, the hunt for fucking Charles Manson edition. Skelter <laughs> <laughs> fu- Skelter Castlevania. Yes. Yeah, you're a fucking sixties cop with like a Roscoe. Yeah, it'd like be a- like Roscoe Belmont. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's got You're, a nightstick instead of a whip. Actually, I'm imagining um, fucking, uh, what's his name, from uh, 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 Chainsaw Massacre 2, uh, fucking cop. Oh, Dennis, oh, Dennis Hopper. Dennis yeah. Hopper from Chainsaw Massacre 2. Leatherface, you bitch Look what you did to my sonny Bono wig, dude. Oh, God damn, I can't believe it. Dog wheel hunt. Blasting holes in the wall that with should, fucking shotgun. That should be a video game. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, so Underground Death Valley. So the headline reads... Mummies, giants, underground caverns. Okay. That was in a San Diego newspaper in 1947. They reported Howard E. Hill of Los Angeles spoke to the city's transportation club. Wow. You got a car? I got a car. Okay, you're in the club. (laughs) So, okay, so is is this those underground lake things that we were talking about? No. This is something else? This is something else. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he told a fantastical story. He described the work of Dr. F. Bruce Russell. Totally a real, not fictional person, I'm mm. sure. Well, you know, if you want to be, you got to be a doctor or a lawyer if, if yes. you want to be believed. And to be a doctor in this day and age, you, you, had, you had to know how to cut hair. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. or cut teeth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he discovered tunnels beneath Death Valley in 1931. Uh, originally, the doctor had moved west for his health, so he definitely had the consumption. Oh, one of those, yeah. And he gets into mining while sinking a shaft. <laughs> He fell through the floor and found catacombs leading in all directions. Whoa. Now, that's spooky. This is like that NES game, uh, A Boy in His Blob. Have you ever played that? I remember seeing it. I don't it's think like I Space Alien it. Blob shows up, and you're just some kid with a backpack, and you feed him jelly beans, and you go into these caverns underneath the city. Oh. And like you, you collect different kinds of jelly beans, and they all do different shit. Like stuff turns him turns the blob into a ladder or a bridge or a trampoline or a bubble you can float in water I and shit. I think I did play that. Yeah. yeah. I, played it, I played that game a lot when I was a kid. It's not as exciting as the the paper root one. Paper boy? Yeah. I I broken many a controller to that game. <laughs> uh so Russell was a retired doctor. Uh he had his friend Daniel Bovey uh explore the caverns. Uh-huh. Is he a cow? Yep. <laughs> I was just to say real cowboys and moo mesa. Right. 
they were surprised to find mummified bodies of three giants, oh. eight to nine feet tall. I was the giants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I have some, uh, when we get done with your segment, I have some background on a picture that's purported to be one of those. Oh. That's not even fucking from there. <laughs> but it's also an interesting, spooky-ish Ooh. thing. They had on clothes, but the pants only came down past their knees. Scandalous. (laughs) Wearing fucking clam diggers. Yeah, right. And they thought the material was from an unknown animal. Ooh, the board short. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The room with the giants also had Egyptian and American Indian artifacts. Naturally. Of course. They're all going to Pier 1. So the two doctors figured that this was the burial spot for these giant kings. Sure. I mean, if you're finding dead things underground, that is generally a burial spot. Mm -hmm. And there was a tiki bar in there, too. Right. Mm -hmm. So they follow the tunnel to a ritual hall, like a VFW or something. Right. Uh, They found more artifacts. Uh, They also find animal remains, all well-preserved, of dinosaurs, elephants, and saber-toothed tigers. There we go. Sure. Of course. All same timeline. It's it perfect. <laughs> Flintstones-esque. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a guy come in with, like, they were going to a metal metal show, but a guy came in the other day literally wearing a water buffalo lodge hat, like the big... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the fez? Oh, the, oh, the like horns. The, like, yeah, the, like oh. the Fred and, Fred yeah. and Barney's fraternal organization, like those big furry hats that they yeah. have with the horns. No explanation. Just And it was filthy. No need. Like, he was probably doing a January 6th or something. Oh, he, was going to, he, was, he was going to El, El Corazon to see a, a metal show. but Maybe he thought it was Elk Corazon. Could have been. Yeah. When I, when I first saw that guy, I was like, oh, that's Tyler. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, big time. <laughs> big time. Big time. So Hill had claimed that Russell and Bovia just scratched the surface, and there was tons of more tunnels down there. I'm sure there have were. Have to be. There's going to be gold, too. There's yeah, always oh, going to be gold. Absolutely, yeah. So professional archaeologists were skeptical, or you could just yell bullshit really loud. Yeah. Uh, they pointed out that saber-toothed tigers and dinosaurs were 10 million years apart. Oh, 10 million. Yep. Not 65. 5,000 <laughs> 5, so years. So much fucking Mountain Dew going on right now. What yeah. the hell? When did this podcast become the fucking Mountain Dew podcast? Hey, why don't we... Since we I started wearing Zubas. Since, well, we, <laughs> oh, yeah, haven't, we haven't talked about trying to monetize. So Mountain Dew... <laughs> if uh, It's not just piss. Yeah, well, I was going to say... You we can also drink it. In retrospect, we haven't been saying train, the kindest things about Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you train your young child who might be... No, mentally. we're not getting <laughs> no, into that. No, no, <laughs> Uh, so nobody was interested in trying to actually check this out because you'll probably dangerous, dangerous yeah, well, it's a lost surely die. Mine. Surely yep. die. So despite this, Doctor Russell got together some investors and created quote uh, Amazing Explorations Incorporated. <laughs> Sounds legit. That's <laughs> it's like we get Mike Lindell fucking yeah totally <laughs> totally come see the caves. Yeah. There's like wax fucking statues of giants and shit. <laughs> but when he takes the investors back the shifting sands of the desert confused the good doctor and he couldn't find the entrance I thought I left it right here well (laughs) thanks for your money guess we gotta go back to LA or whatever it's kind of convenient doesn't it Mm -hmm. oh just a little bit (laughs) wasn't this trip fun though yeah yeah it's not about finding the giants it's the friends we made (laughs) along the way Uh, so Russell the doctor then disappeared shortly after (laughs) And then reappeared 300 miles away at a brothel, yeah, right. like, <laughs> making it rain. Poof, smoke pellet. <laughs> yeah. So his car was found and left on the side of the road with a burst radiator. Uh-oh. And his suitcase was still in the car. Oh, maybe he did actually get fucked, huh? Maybe. Good. Well, the Giants took him. Oh. And his money. And his yep. money. Yeah, well. How dare you blow up my spot, you dickhead. Well, 
And Dr. Bovey, the, the half-man, half-Dr. Cow, vanishes too, so... Oh. Well, he had to be eaten. You know, certain sacrifices have to be made. Maybe the giants can buy long pants with all that money now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that sounds like a hoax, maybe. Just maybe. But, no. Stupid. Oh, fuck. Because hundreds of years before the dawn of history, an ancient race... Mm-hmm. The Druids. I was going to oh, say, yeah. where is, fuck it, where's this going? <laughs> no. American Druids. <laughs> No, for hundreds of years, the Paiute had legends about ancient race living below Death Valley. Hey, I was getting into that, except for not necessarily Death Valley. Because I was hearing, like, what? Where's Lovelock Cave? I thought that was Nevada. Oh, sounds Nevada It is Nevada. But keep on going, because oh, I'm, I'm okay. going to talk about Paiutes and cannibals, too. Or ca- giant cannibals. Oh, all right. Well, Sweet. we'll get to it. Giant cannibals. Well, of course. What's, well, I get a fun-sized cannibal when you can have a giant cannibal. You've never read that children's, children's book, Paiutes and the Giant Cannibals? Yeah. No? Yeah. no? Or that sounds like an indie band. <laughs> <laughs> Susie and the Banshees opening for fucking Paiutes and the, the Giant Cannibals. cannibals. <laughs> so Ooh, they call it... The Banshees, foreshadowing. Ooh, they call it the Ghost Land. The Why not the Giant Land? No. Well, that would be mixed. So this, there's one Paiute story uh, about a thousand years ago where the chief lost his wife. Is that what you're getting to? Nope. Okay. So he gets all distraught and all emo and shit, and he decides that life ain't worth living. So he goes to the land of the dead, which is underground. He just straight goes there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so Caves everywhere. It's like, well, pre- it's like Preacher. He's like, I'm going to find God, and I'm going to fucking kill him. I was going to say, yeah. you're like on Ash versus Evil Dead, where uh-huh. oh, you're going to have to stab me with a Kandorian dagger. So yep. I go and get fucking my daughter and who else was down in there? I don't know. So he is beset by evil spirits, fierce beasts, and supernatural demons. Okay, so not, it's Dante. Yeah, not like, natural demons. These are supernatural. Oh, supernatural demons, yeah, well, I mean, it is the dead, what do you call it, the dead zone? Yep. Deadpool. The dead zone. Uh, but at the end of his hard journey, he was rewarded by a glorious sunlight at the end of the tunnel. Ooh. So he gets on. But he has one last test, to cross a narrow rock ledge, like the Golden Child. Or Indiana a, Jones in the uh, uh, oh, Last yeah. Crusade. Yeah. Over a bottomless pit. But beyond that, he could see green meadows of the afterworld. Actually, you know what? Why are bottomless pits scarier than just regular pits? Because you die of old age. But I mean, after a while, you can at least be like, wee, like kind of teach yourself to kind of fly and squirrel around and that shit. You get pretty good at that. Especially if it's bottomless. You know? Yeah, yeah you're, not, you're not coming to an extreme stop at the end. You're yeah. just going to... They say the fall doesn't kill you. It's the stop. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if there's no stop... Then the dehydration is going to kill you. Well, I mean, yeah, eventually. But imagine if you, had, to, think about imagine that. If you had to take a shit really bad and you're still falling. Just kind of swatted away from you. Like, <laughs> it's like, uh, it'd be like trying to shit in one of those big fan things with yeah, the, the, totally. the parachuteless parachute yeah, things. Yeah. Ooh, I, somebody has had to have at least accidentally <laughs> done that. Horror. The <laughs> horror. You, oh my God. Fucking the dude with the mop bucket rolls up. He's like, nah, I nah, quit. Dude, I'm done here. Fucking set the building on fire. This, is, this shit is over. Yeah. <laughs> but he makes it across the, the, the bridge there. And he enters the kingdom ruled by a Shin Uv Ah or something close to that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was welcomed by his comely daughter. It's always nice when they're comely. Yeah. Uh, she took him to where all the dead Paiute were dancing the safety dance. And the chief was happy to see all the dead were happy, but there were so many. How is he going to find his dead wife? No, call, you know, so the, pager? Yep. So the comely daughter told him just to sit down and wait. 
to his wife to come around the circle pit or or whatever. Yeah, go talk to customer service. Mm-hmm. And she told him, uh, when you see her, grab her and don't look back and ran, run out the way you come. Oh, he's going to save his dead wife from mm-hmm. the dead? Yep. Oh, shit. Okay. So the chief waits a couple days, but no wife yet, but does see people that he knows and waves. But they're not cool enough to get yanked out of the circle pit and nope. absconded with? Okay. Hi, Grandma. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you had a good run, old lady. You're fine here. Uh, but it's after like nursing home. But after the third day, he saw her and grabbed her by a hand and took off. But the chief didn't heed the word of the daughter made in the comely daughter. Nah. He looked back, and when he did, his wife disappeared. Whoops. You fucking well, idiot. That's a, yeah. It's a, one of those shitty kind of genie lamp kind of bullshit rules. Oh, like, the cursed item shit? Yeah. yeah. Reverse Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, the Bible thing? Like, no. They, they look at the, the salt and they, oh, they don't look. Oh. Yeah, if, you look, if you looked at it, you died versus, I don't know. It's a what? Bible thing. Somebody turns into salt, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lot's, oh. Lot's wife. Like big Lot's? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because <laughs> they're all sodomites. There we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the chief made it back to the land of the living and tells a story over and over, and comes legend. Welcome back to the land of the living. Probably people told him to shut up after a while. Now, what the fuck did you What did you say they, they, they were called in that, that, that chieftain of the... Oh, the... the uh, Shin Aau dash Av. Okay, Ava. that's not what I'm talking about with the pipe things. But uh, okay, well, yeah, you can do that now if you want. I so, got a little more uh, tunnel tails though. That's fine. But we'll, while we're still on the giants thing and the pipes, because uh, we're talking about uh, there's photos online, and then one of the things when I was researching the underground city, there's a picture of supposedly these giants. Well, I delve deeper into the picture of these supposed fucking giants. And it's attributed to a different thing, which is, like I said, it is is this cave, which is just an exciting, it's a fucking hole in the Oh, rock. yeah, it's a hole in the It's, a, it's, what, it's a, a fucking cave. What's it called? Yeah, it's cave, it's uh, The Devil's cave Butthole. At, ah, shit, Lovelock Cave. And, Lovelock Cave. And Wikipedia dropped out of me again, because I can never trust it. But that's in Nevada. Okay. So, but there's still Paiutes there. The, uh, the, the Paiutes tell a story for years, and it was... Uh, Written down by uh, in 1883 by Sarah Winnemucca Hopkins. She's the daughter of a Paiute chief. And she told of a strange red-haired tribe of cannibals. Her ancestors drove into a cave and then fucking set a fire on the outside and killed them all. Oh, okay. Okay. So the, the thing is uh, the giants there were called the Sitika, which means Thule eaters. And Thule's like this kind of... Rack you put on plant. top of your car, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, now, Bike but rack. it's a it's a plant that is fibrous and it uh, pretty much turns into like a raft. You could make like fucking swim. Uh, they the natives used to make uh, decoy ducks out of it. If they would have okay. thought about it, they could have made like life preservers. I think they even make boats out of it and shit. And in fact, uh, they're talking about when they were having a battle. They were apparently they were fucking with these giants all the time because they like you know would eat your folks and they you know they were bigger and they'd come in and fuck you up. So there's constant battles between them, but when the, there was more Paiutes than there was these, so they were starting to get their ass kicked, so they'd like go out on Thule mats in the lake to stay safe or whatever. But eventually all the Paiute bands got together and chased them all into the cave. And basically, it sounds like they're like, come out with your hands up, and they're like, fuck you. And so they'd like set the shit on fire and suffocated them all. And apparently the pictures that are attributed, I gotta, I'll help you find them later for the thing, uh, or from that. But also that's the thing is they, uh, they found... Uh, Stuff they were uh, digging guano out of there uh, later on, like Whitey was. Yeah, and they're finding stuff like uh, decoy ducks made out of tule and big old like thirteen inch long sandals. 
and cracked open human bones like somebody had been like getting marrow out of them and Holy things shit. like that. And of course, the miners being miners, they destroyed half this shit yeah. anyway. But apparently, there is a, at least one body found, or there had been some, but like they were in parts or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the picture is supposed to be the best preserved body they had. But that apparently fell into disrepair because a, a local fraternal order boiled it to oh, get God the damn it. to get the bones for their shitty some fucking like, like uh, semi homo erotic fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. like hazing rituals right. or whatever. God, these guys suck. Welcome to the 1800s when science was just plunder and superstition, grave robbing. Yeah, right. <laughs> but do you so, think? Uh, do you think if uh, if a giant like dies? Is there ghosts also giant, or is it just a reg- is there just like a standard for all ghosts? I I don't know. Hmm. Well, I think they're giant. Yeah, probably. Like they right. can't get in buildings. That's why you never see a giant right. ghost. Oh yeah. Is Stay Puft a ghost? Uh, no, he's a, a manifestation. He's boy. a manifestation of Gozer. But uh, the thing with the giant thing is uh, the the body that they describe it. It's only six foot six. But at that I mean, time, that's a that giant still, for that area. Yeah. Still pretty big. But uh, and had red hair. But as is noted. Pretty much all corpses, eventually their hair gets the, red from like minerals getting in there. Right, right. But uh, still thought that was an interesting parallel to your underground I mean, it could, it could be like a little bit of leftover, um, uh, like, you know, Neanderthal kind of situation. Or were, they, that. Or were, were they smaller? Or were they they were, they were six six. Yeah. It could have been, well, Neanderthals, as far as we know, never made it over here. Okay. I think it could be like a legend akin to like, you know, up here we have the Sasquatch and stuff like mm-hmm. that, you know. I mean, most tribes have some kind of form of cannibals, like be it like Wendigo stuff or what's the the little people that live in the hill in South Dakota that you don't go. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. We oh, talked yeah. about that a while ago. We talked ago. about them a while ago. But there's always, in most of these traditions, there's some kind of fucking don't go in the woods at night, kids kind of situation. Someone's going to yeah. eat you. But be another person. the fact that they're finding artifacts, and they're describing them as another tribe of people. They're not describing them as some kind of supernatural monster. They're saying they're another they're, tribe of oh, Indians. Oh, they're very real people. They're another they're tribe of Indians huge. that had, yeah. like, bows and arrows and shit, yeah. and they just happened to occasionally eat people, and they didn't like that. The Paiute didn't, you know, and so they fucking eradicated them. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> well, I would, you could not pay me to go in that cave. No. Fuck yeah. that. <laughs> All these giant ghosts. Decoy ducks and shit. Uh, well, also in Death Valley, I didn't write that down, but the they're the Shoshone's uh, excuse why it, it, there's nothing there is that the their one queen made them build like a huge, huge mansion, and the gods didn't like that, so they're like, uh, we're gonna. Or actually, they deforested everything to build that. Oh. And then the queen got angry, and then eventually she just died alone. Oh. So it's all her fault that it's Death Valley. Whoa. Gotta blame it on a woman. Scapegoat and some fucking woman shit. Some successful woman. Yeah, right? Some fucking... Can't have a successful woman. (laughs) Glass ceiling was real even in (laughs) pre-Columbian times. Yeah. Uh, We got more tunnel tales, though. Ooh. In the 1920s, a prospector named White, just a white guy... He fell through the floor again of an abandoned mine and uh, Wingate Pass area, which is now China Lake Weapons. If you want to go bomb something, you go out there. So he finds more tunnels, and he saw 400 leather-clad mummies. Sick. Not, not 400? Le- yep. it's, a, it's a fucking Hells Angels gang? Just Not leather spent, daddies, leather mummies. And also, like, spent... Oh, nice. See what you did there. Uh, I'm looking for something that says... Dad likes leather. Something that says... Leather daddy? Oh, is there such a thing? And he spent, of course, time walking around like, one, two, three. This isn't horrific at all. I'm not scared for that. <laughs> Do a careful head count. And 
didn't I'm sure didn't grab one of them and bring it out or anything. Oh, well, he he tries. Well, we'll get to that. But okay. he's, the mummies were surrounded by gold bars. Mm-hmm. Oh well, why would that have the mummies when you get the gold bars? Mm-hmm. And the tunnels were illuminated by a pale green light. Uranium. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Great. Yep. Dude died a week got, later after yep. his teeth fell out. Stage twelve cancer <laughs> immediately. Uh, so White goes back twice. Second time he took his wife, and the third time he took a prospector friend named Fred Thomason. So a, Pi, a Paiute guide and trapper, Tom Wilson, I'm sure he's trapping all the beaver in Death Valley there. Mm-hmm. He heard about White's story, and he had always heard a similar one from his grandpa, who found tunnels beneath Death Valley years before. Uh, he said his grandpa came upon an underground city. Uh, he said the people there were light-skinned and spoke an unknown language. Like, like Brooklyn? Like Fargo or something. Or, yeah. <laughs> well, if you're it. living underground, you're going to be white. You're going to be pale. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, were, they were all almost completely blind. They, they, yeah, they naked, navigated naked, by clicks. Naked and, mole yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, pale green lights lit up the city. Uh, but most... Um, oh, they ate unknown food, too, which which would have been ludifisk. It was people. <laughs> Soily green. Oh, I thought I thought they invented Lunchables or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, they wore leather, too. So they're leather. Cool. The underground cow leather that mm-hmm. everybody's so oh, fond of. Speaking of leather, I'm um, that Sarah Winnemucca Hopkins woman I was talking about that related to the story. Check out her sweet-ass satchel. Whoa. It's got like kid kid Icarus on there. I'm sure it's not Cupid. It's kid Icarus. <laughs> yeah, it's from it's from her Game Boy that she keeps in the fucking bag. Yep. <laughs> She's gonna come up again in the, the last one I was working on about the okay. Snake War. So, uh, so Prospector White agreed to lead Tom Wilson to the entrance, but White couldn't find it. <laughs> but they did find a dead end tunnel. He found it three times already, and then the, this time it's like, oh shit! Uh. Yeah, you can't like. Literally X marks the spot in it or something, right. you know. Stick a fucking flag in it, like yeah. anything. Well, you don't want a flag. Then... Mm-hmm. Who's, who's hanging out out there, dude? <laughs> Nobody's going to see it. I guess. So they def- uh, they, they thought that. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> in, in the tunnel. Stupid, stupid auto, auto credit, not auto credit, uh, uh, predictive text. Oh, predictive text, yeah. <laughs> so they thought that it definitely had been carved and it was a secret entrance. If they just moved a book off the bookshelf. Shelf sure, right. open. Yeah, uh-huh. You got to tilt the uh, the statue of- candlestick. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you got to put the. It's the desert, right? So you have to put the two halves of the fucking beetle together, oh, and like then it scarab. flies up the oh, scarab, right. and it flies in the the cave of wonders. Opens its fucking big, you know, cat mouth, and yep, all those things. <laughs> Jesus is getting elaborate. So they were bummed, but Tom Wilson, uh, the Paiute guy, kept looking until he died in 1968. Oh, I, thought, I thought he was going to say he's going to apply some 1800s logic and just go get a wagon of dynamite. <laughs> like, the, what's the lady that was trying to pop open? Oh, oh yeah. Get yeah. <laughs> the fucking weaver's needle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Let's smoke this motherfucker with DMT. Yeah. They're shooting at us. Get behind the box of dynamite. Right. Uh, another tale from an old prospector named Bork Lee. Yes. <laughs> Bork. Bork. Borky, borky, bork. He wrote a book in 1932, even though he's probably illiterate. Uh, it was called Death Valley Men. He said that two men named Jack and Bill were exploring under Wingate Pass again, and one of them fell through the bottom again, as you always do. Are these guys just corpulent, or they just have shitty floors in these mines? Or? That's just Pitfall. That's just... Oh, oh, game oh, oh That's yeah. where it came from. Perfect. 
Just last night, I was lost in the jungle with Pitfall Harry, surrounded by giant scorpions and man-eating crocodiles. Well, Harry and I just grabbed the van, swung through the trees, and over the tar pits and found the jungle treasure. It was really neat. If you haven't met Pitfall Harry, you're missing the year's most incredible video game adventure. Pitfall for the Atari 2600 and in television. Since I met Pitfall Harry, no other man will do. Pitfall, designed by David Crane for Activision. So they find 20 miles of tunnels underneath the Panamint Mountains there. And, of course, they find mummies with gold spears and rooms filled with treasure. Mm -hmm. Uh, They took some out, and they come out the east slope of the Panamints, and then they show people the gems, but no one believed them. Because it's all, like, chunks of broken glass and Mm -hmm. tinfoil, like, macaroni art. Hell yeah. So... They go back, but couldn't find the entrance. They said a recent rainstorm washed it away uh-huh. and changed the terrain. But they go back to try to find it again, and they were never seen again. No. They probably fell through. Probably yeah. fell through. And collected all the gems and gold and then went and retired in fucking Florida somewhere. Yeah, they're like, fuck these guys. They didn't yeah. leave us. They get nothing. Fuck you. Going to, going to Tallahassee. Yep. And there's more ghost stories. There's one opera house in the uh, outside of Death Valley that's haunted, too, if you want to go there. Haunted Opera House mm-hmm. outside of Death Valley. Yep. How, how old is it? Uh, like turn of the century. Okay. No, yeah. the, the 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 big building, uh, Carter would know this because you know Marmoth, right? The mm-hmm. big like auditorium thing. Yep. That used to be a, a, a playhouse, but now the upper story you can't get to. But when it was still up there, it was claimed you could see a guy, a shadowy guy sitting there like he's watching a show. Oh, I've heard that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got this Haunted North Dakota book. It's basically like every old thing. Like, yep, everything's a ghost. Like, fucking St. Joseph's and Dickinson. Yep, ghosts. Of course, the Chateau. Yep, ghosts. Uh, Lost Bridge. Fucking ghosts. <laughs> Capitol Building. Ghosts. They're what's, relatively what, new ghosts. You know. What's your address? Yep, ghosts. Yep, ghosts. <laughs> Heiser Motors. Ghosts. Don't Donut look in the mirror. Ghosts. <laughs> fucking, yeah. Donut hole ghosts. Donut hole ghosts. They probably have something ghost-related. There's, there's definitely Probably going to be a ghost cupcake. Wait, so, what's a donut hole? So the store? Right by my house, that yeah. donut shop. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I think I didn't. That's where you go fuck a donut. Let's get the caramel rolls. They're actually yep, really get good. Get the fucking caramel rolls. I've only had your mom's caramel rolls. They were excellent. You think you had my mom's. What you actually had was Baker Boy's caramel rolls with my mom's <laughs> caramel because she never makes the dough anymore. Your mom handed it to me. It's your mom's caramel roll. There we go. That's how all moms make them now. Yep. Because yep. <laughs> why toil for hours when you have a little giant factory that just they have like the thing from Futurama. Wait, they're making you. they're making giants. Making giant Instead rolls. of liter- literal giant, giant factory. factory. Oh, giant factory. Yeah. Yeah, we're putting them on the ground, too. <laughs> That's what you do with giants. <laughs> See, now we got two sponsors. We've got Mountain Dew and Baker Boy. There it is. Actually, didn't say anything too disparaging about Baker Boy. <laughs> no. <laughs> They're still going. <laughs> Fuck, I actually ran, like, I ran into some of their products out here. At oh, one it's point. expanding. Yeah. Oh, cool. That used to be the one and only job in, in Dickinson. Yeah, that's where, where for career day where, where we went to high school. It's like, oh, here's an example of what you'll be doing when you graduate, because they couldn't take you out to an oil rig. Well, there wasn't at that time. Yeah, that's true. They were all kind of dismantled and discombobulated, so they just took everybody out to the giant pastry <laughs> factory. The one Sweet. factory we the had. One factory. Well, there's TMI. Yeah, well, there's a bunch now. Kind of. Well, there things. was TMI even back then. What's what's TMI? They make Too much information. Yeah. They mm-hmm. actually, uh, a lot of when you go to stay at a hotel and stuff like that, a lot of the furniture in your room would be that kind of... Hospitals, and schools. And hospitals. Oh, okay. Like okay. In- institutional uh, furniture. furniture. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Cabinetry. Yep. For, yeah, your cabinetry insti- for your institutionalized child That's drinking right, Mountain yep. Dew. Yeah. I guess I'd rather do that than make 
fuck, I couldn't be a baker. You got to wake up too damn early for that. Well, shit. you don't really bake much at Baker Boy. You just kind of make the dough and then ship it out. Oh, they did do buns and stuff. Oh, they do. It's amazing what they're doing. It's actually the second largest company to, next to Pillsbury for or Pillsbury for like that kind of like baked goods. Now it's growing awesome. like crazy. Whoa, but wild. Most people just work in their freezer. You just take the goods that come off the conveyor belt and freeze them. Right. Well, and their freezers, let's call it spacious. Yes. Fucking huge. <laughs> By the way, I just remember getting free cookies at the end. Oh, nice. nice. And it's haunted. And it's haunted. Ghosts. Ghosts. Boom, ghosts. With giants. (laughs) (laughs) Also, uh, buns and stuff sounds like a strip club. Haunted Haunted buns. Or, well, more more like a, uh, let's call it an intimate supply store. Intimate supply store, yes. Buns and stuff. Like lover's package. I was just thinking we could, uh, if we could figure out how to like Ouija board some fucking uh, dead strippers. And we could hire them to work at a like a ghost. We call it the ghost dance. It's like a ghost strip club. Where yeah, just, a ghost lap dance would be awesome. Yeah, oh, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. And you will instantly be like beset by lawyers from like Lakota Nation. You think you, you think you had problems? Uh, <laughs> oh, the ghost dance. You think uh, shit? You think Grand Forks had problems with their mascot over the years? Holy shit! I don't have the resources. That's why we're only me. making chicken strip. There we go. On the barge. barge. On, On the barge. barge. Yeah, the barge. Let's go in. Well, ghosts. <laughs> Let's ghost then. <laughs> so I guess that's enough of Death Valley, but you want to get into some alien shit? Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. I didn't get to do much research on the alien shit. I'm going to try to remember what? the stuff. We've, we've never done alien shit on this podcast. because we've been saving up. Fuck yeah. Have you seen Cowboys and Aliens? I mean, it's so true good. story. Yeah, documentary. Yeah. <laughs> but the uh, 1896-97, everybody was seeing airships. Yep. Everybody. It was a thing. First in California, then moving east. People would uh, report having encounters with the airships and talking to whoever is piloting. Because that's easy to do was this when, right? you're, when you're on the ground. This was down in California around JPL, right? Mm-hmm. The Jet Propulsion Laboratory? Yep. 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 In 1897. Yep. I'm just saying, having conversations with them? Yeah. With the airships? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like... It's like you see the Goodyear blimp and you're just fucking shrieking at it. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm picturing. <laughs> or you're yeah, fucking- your bullhorn up. Ah, Come on down, alien asshole. You know. Well, they I probably didn't have any concept of alien, but so November eighteenth, eighteen ninety six, the Sacramento Bee and the San Francisco Call. I guess that's a report uh, paper. They report the first sighting. So in Sacktown, R. L. Lowry, he reports a airship a thousand feet above. And he claimed that he heard a voice commanding the airship to gain height to avoid hitting a church steeple. Thousand foot tall church steeple. Yeah, right. What the fuck? Sacramento. <laughs> well, that, how, how loud this motherfucker got to be? It's thousand feet in the air. Dude, it's setting off car alarms, blowing out dogs' eardrums, and scaring babies for fucking 40 miles. But there was no church steeple in Sacramento Especially at the time. Especially not a fucking thousand foot tall one. I don't think there's a thousand foot tall anything in Sacramento today. <laughs> But the only one uh, building with a steeple was the brewery. So right that's off necessary. the that gets you that good multi finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right off the bat, the paper might have been fucking with people. It's like, hey, it, these people are drunk. Oh, it's like War of the Worlds. Yeah, shit. I was just gonna say. Uh, Lowry said the ship was powered by two men on bicycles. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when they got to like hit warp? Like you know, they were reading fucking. They they were just looking at pop, popular mechanics fucking uh, uh, issue covers, right? Yeah, and well, of course, the kind of bicycles they got to be like a bone shaker. Oh yeah, and I'm, we're thinking the guys propelling it. You got to have aviation goggles, mm-hmm. but like the cool ass handlebar mustache, yep, mustache for sure, and then a bowler hat, and probably those 
stupid arm gators like bartenders used to wear. Totally. Or I was thinking the the leather fucking uh, oh, pilot, pilot, pilot cap. Yeah. 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 Even the aliens, they didn't look like that. I mean, they're legit aliens. <laughs> no, they just look like people from Portland. You ever uh, see pictures of them like uh, uh, like some of the like he's talking about like the popular kind of like ooh yeah. moon men. It's always like somebody kind of dressed like a Teletubby but with like pointy ears. Yep. Mm-hmm. They always have like you know it's like a little kid's onesie but some contraption on their head. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so they claimed the airship had lights, and other witnesses said they heard singing from the ship. music that powerful you could probably power a fucking blimp with that mm-hmm. shit there you go uh november 19th the stockton daily mail reported that colonel hg shaw was driving his buggy through the countryside shaw said the airship was totally metal <laughs> featureless except for a rudder and it had pointy ends so, it's so looked- the led zeppelin mm-hmm. it had a diameter of 25 foot and it was 150 foot long he said three seven-foot tall be- beans stepped out. So basically it was More just... More fucking giants? Like they, they parked it or they just so kind of stepped out into the void? No, they yeah, they just parked it and got out and it was the starting line for the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, yeah. And the ship made a warbling noise, too. Turkeys from miles around came to check it out. Mars turkeys. I was thinking of Tiny Tim. But. Oh. I'm not doing that. It's much easier to just go. Well, we can mash up Tiny Tim and a turkey. There we go. <laughs> you just play Tiny Tim. That's the worst Thanksgiving ever. Oh, man. Oh, I found a hair in this tree and a part of a ukulele. You said, <laughs> yeah, right. It's mashed Tiny Tim. Yeah. <laughs> I told you that story where I had, uh, I was somewhere around Big Sur and I had to go to the bathroom and this turkey comes running up to the car probably because it was fed. But the only oh, thing I had to. aggressive. Don't, yeah. don't fool yourself. I know. I've been attacked by turkeys. So that's why I got out my ukulele that I had at the time <laughs> <laughs> to defend myself. So that would have been. You threatened to play music at it. And it's like, oh, yeah. boy, Mortal Story. <laughs> if there would have been YouTube at that point, holy fuck. I'd fucking recreate this. <laughs> <laughs> Put on your El Cabong mask and shit. Yeah, yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. So the, the seven footers, the starting line for the Chicago Bulls, they check out Shaw's buggy and then they try to force him aboard the airship. They're like, look how much better we have it. You mm-hmm. piece of shit. alien abduction. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Ooh, probing, probing. <laughs> so they give up after they figure out they weren't as strong as this Colonel Shaw guy. Oh, sure. Oh, fuck. oh now fuck he's a colonel. Yeah, I could totally kick the shit all these seven-foot tall aliens. Fifteen seven-foot tall aliens <laughs> must have been 500 pounds each, man, yeah. but they're fucking scared of this shit. You want a piece right. of this? So the Giants book it back to the ship and take off. Uh, Shaw thought they Alex were Martians. That's some fucking shit right there. Had, had yep. a warble speed. 
Yep. Yeah, right. <laughs> they said they wanted to snort coke off of my dick. Yeah. But I was like, no, nah, man. No, I was so, talking about more, but now I'm showing just talking about, yeah, I go down to dinner in downtown Austin. Oh, yeah. There's like all these, these thugs trying to rob us. And, yeah. <laughs> like it's a fucking demilitarized zone. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Alex, I'm sure. Mm hmm. So they, he thought it was for nefarious purposes. So <laughs> what gives you the idea? Like, He's probably trying to cook them for dinner or well, they're, whatever. They're going about it all wrong. They got to write like free kittens and candy on the side of their airship and <laughs> just leave the door open. <laughs> so that's the first published account of an alien abduction, or at least attempted. Uh, November twenty first, eighteen ninety six. Get candy. All right. Holy fuck. Oh, it's the time of the season where this is like, you know how bears like forage for huckleberries and grubs and shit before hibernation? Uh-huh. Well, Tony can load up on just bulk sacks so, of... <laughs> so it's a bunch of lemonhead shit, some now and laters, some gobstoppers, but then it's full of chuckles? Oh, chuckles are dope. The fucker chuckles? I've never even heard of these they're fucking like things. A, they're like a um, kind of like Swedish fish consistency, but just absolutely coated in sugar. Never had a chuckle. I'm, I'm uh, yeah, I'm too depressed for this candy. <laughs> That's why you need a chuckle, you ever have, bitch. You ever, have the, you ever have those orange slice candies that yeah, are covered? Yeah, yeah. They're just like oh, okay, yeah. All right. That was a great radio. Mm, brought, yeah, brought to you by Chuckles. Mm-hmm. And Fox, so many sponsors. Mountain Dew with its acidic burning qualities. We didn't even put any vodka in it this time. Wow. Yeah. And chuckles that at least claims to be fat free. <laughs> I don't know, that's not bad. Tastes like going to grandma's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm and aspiring to be a grandma. Now we're asmr the shit out of you. Oh, now it's going to be caught in my teeth forever, though. Yeah. Chase it with some Mountain Dew. I already finished my Mountain Dew. Brought to you by Mountain Dew. Baker Boy. And it's like fucking X Games. <laughs> Who knows? Chuckles has eyes on its you. Ah. That's creepy. A little bit. Never noticed that before. Mm. Chuckles is watching you. <laughs> That was the name of Don Knotts' uh, uh, dummy. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Chuckles? Mm-hmm. The one that... Uh, that killed him and killed took, him his and took his place. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. How the West was fucked will be right back. It may say Leatherface's house of pancakes and fish and chips on the outside, but there's so much more on the inside. Would you please pass the vinegar syrup? Here at Leatherface's house of pancakes and fish and chips, the fries, they may be soggy, but the slaw, the slaw's family. Bronson Swagger Company. November 21st, 1896, the lights reappeared over Sacktown, Sacramento. This time they were ready, loaded for bear, 
Mm-hmm. Also Folsom over the prison. Oh, yeah. Uh, San Fran, Oakland, and Modesto, home Mo- of the nuts. Modesto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the Mariners minor league team is the Modesto nuts. You really? Should, you should look up the logo because it looks like a nut sack. You say truck nuts. Mm-hmm. Truck nuts. Over the town of Manteca, which is translates to lard. I had to look that up. Awesome. Uh, Sebastopol, too, and it was witnessed by hundreds, hundreds of hundreds of witnesses. It's just that was words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so now they're starting to be seen east. In Arkansas, a former state senator named Harris said the airship pilot told him that they were on their way to Cuba to kill the Spaniards with, <laughs> with their Hotchkiss guns. Oh, oh, awesome. It's DARPA. It's literally Well, DARPA. yeah, it's like, well. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. Theodore <laughs> Roosevelt is. The Modesto nuts. I thought you were fucking with me. It's a pair of nuts. Mm-hmm. It's, like a, pe- oh my it's God. like a peanut and a fucking wallet. Walnut. That's an almond. Trump trucks. Nuts. Wow, that's got to be horrific. You've got a nut allergy and you go to one of their games. Oh, and my God. Just throwing out nuts. Free, free nut belting <laughs> night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anaflect. But I, <laughs> what if they make their players not wear protective cups? Just because just, just of that. There you yeah. go. It's like a free. Yeah, it's a. Bottom of the bottom of the ninth, uh, seven to two, uh, four deaths so far. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't want to see the rally caps. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> putting your chonace on your head, jock straps. Okay, uh, no, but your Hotchkiss gun—that's some definite. Like, does that? Yeah, the Span Am War there. Mm-hmm. So that's clearly Teddy like Roosevelt pulling some that. strings yeah. with the Department of the Navy and like, all right, look, I got my—I'm assembling my Rough Riders here, but. We've got to find a more efficient way to rain fire on these dirty Spaniards. Uh, in Texas, three men said they had a, an encounter with an airship. They met five weirdly dressed men, probably in Zubas. Uh, they said they were descendants of the lost tribes of Israel. Oh, cool. oh fuck. All right. Was it, was were it, they the giants? Mm-hmm. Also? No. Yeah. Oh, but you heard about Kanye. Just, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we're not going to uh, talk too much about that. <laughs> Trump trucks. Uh, they said they learned English from uh, the 1553 North Pole expedition by Hugh Willoughby, who went missing in the Russian Arctic. Well, it's 1550, and you're going to the Russian Arctic. Mm-hmm. Unless you live there, don't don't do it. Uh, they're also seen in Nebraska, but in New York, the Albion Daily News reported that two witnesses saw an airship crash just inches from where they stood. So it's like a Roswell thing. Inches yeah. from where they stood. But then it wasn't they, a very big airship. Was it like the Ninja Turtles fucking blimp toy from the from like I was gonna say a kid's balloon yeah. blew past them. Fuck. No, it it crashed just just right next to him, but then disappeared. It's coming right for us. And the then fuck? a man appeared and showed him a device that shrunk the airship down to pocket size. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, who's reporting? This is a ten-year-old reporting this. Yeah, pocket dimension. Uh, the rival paper, uh, the Wilsonville Review, claimed that their their very own editor was there, and he heard them the pilot say, "Weaver if Roth Urbicku bus." What? <laughs> Which is have another stroke? <laughs> no, uh, it's it's an alien language. Oh, but it also is. Subscribe for the review, spelled backwards. Oh, God, I figured. Motherfuckers. <laughs> well, I like that. Oh, you like that nice article in our competitor's paper? Well, it turns out we had our own man on the street during this incident. Mm-hmm. These guys are full of shit, so read my account. That's right. It crashed inches from them, but it crashed millimeters from our guy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Took, uh, scratched his leg. Uh, April 10th, 1897, the St. Louis Dispatch said that W.H. Hopkins saw the airship outside of Springfield. The airship had three big propellers. And the crew was made up of a beautiful nude woman and a bearded man who was also nude. Ah, ah. 
No, no, no Zubas. I'm, I'm going with this one. That's the one I want. Yep. This is the party version. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, the par- party blimp. This is Yoko and John. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Uh, Hopkins tried to talk to him, but he couldn't understand him. But they both pointed to this guy and muttered something like, Mars. <laughs> they said, subscribe for more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Naked people from Mars. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That makes perfect sense. Uh, Mars is a nudist colony. Mm-hmm. April 19th, 1897, the, the kind of the biggest story was the airship crashed into a windmill in Aurora, Texas. Oh, I've heard about this one. Mm-hmm. They did on 9-11 back then. Yep. Uh, <laughs> they said the occupant was dead and mangled. And well, clear- it's a windmill. You got to all ch- chop it up. Mm-hmm. He was clearly an inhabitant of another world. <laughs> and the airship was made of a weird metal. Uh, the alien uh, pilot was given a proper Christian burial, though. Because, of Why course. you? Mm-hmm. In 1973, UFO investigators claimed to have found the stone marker for the burial, and with metal detectors, they found the grave. But they weren't permitted to dig dig at the time, though. How has that ever stopped anyone else ever say, from it's called, digging shit up? It's the 70s. Yeah. yeah. Rave um, robbing was frowned upon by the 70s. Well, it was yeah. frowned upon, but still <laughs> happened. <laughs> shit. But when you gotta have com- that moxie. You gotta, gotta mm-hmm. get out there. Uh, yeah, that's why you gotta do it in the middle of the night. Exactly. Uh, when they returned years later, the stone was removed and they couldn't find the grave again. Fuck. Uh-huh. Convenient. Then they fell through a fucking hole in the yeah. desert <laughs> and landed in a cave full of gold and shit. Right. Uh, sometime around April 19th in Lee Roy, Texas, or Kansas, sorry. No. Alexander Hamilton. Really? Said that his son and Alexander his- Hamilton. And Tenet saw the airship fly, uh, trying to lasso a heifer with a red rope. What? <laughs> With licorice. Yeah, I was going to say, you got red vines. And they didn't have tractor beams yet. This is the 1800s. Oh, yeah. 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 They had to well, use yeah. lassos. Well, on cow abductions, there yeah. we go. First documented mm-hmm. cow abduction. There you Ooh, go. Did they mutilate Ca- it? Cowboys from Mars. That's right. Yep. Uh, the rope and the heifer got caught in a fence, though. Oh, shit. Uh, so these two guys tried to get the heifer free, uh, but they couldn't, so they just cut the fence, and then they watched the airship and the heifer just fly up in the heavens. I'm sorry. Yeah, we are yeah. so bad at this. <laughs> yeah. We'll be back with new technology. It's my first time. Thomas Edison even had to refute charges that he had something to do with the airships. I mean, that would be your most likely suspect kind of at that time is him or Tesla. Tesla probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, then he rips it off. That's how it right. works. They were making Tesla airships. So exactly. They kept on crashing and Edison took the credit. Right. <laughs> but then they just disappeared. But by 1909, they appear again. Because by then, the Zeppelin was a real thing. Oh, then it was <laughs> Gotcha. So it's really only 10 or 15 years later. So this is like, this is some fucking, uh, like, uh, this is some shit you'd see in, like, uh, Briscoe County Junior, the show from, like, the, you know, early 90s, mm-hmm. where they had, like, motorcycles, but they were, like, like made by the military, and they're, like, top secret, and somebody steals one, and you're, so you're seeing a dude, like, rip, tear ass through the fucking desert in a motorcycle. Right. But yeah, like the military making, oh, we're going to experiment with airships, and then people see it, and they're like, oh. Yeah, well, go out to Moses Lake out here. There's more mm-hmm. sightings of, it's uh, yeah. Carter's, well, it's, you know, Boeing and the Navy and stuff fly around out there all yep. the time. Mm-hmm. So high high concentration of UFOs. And of course, where the UFOs first get kicked off at 1947, Mont Rainier, because of all the dumb clouds that form on top, oh, look okay. like UFOs. Sure. Oh, I didn't know that. Where would you say? I, I call them yamakos, but I don't know what they're scientifically called. Where would you say that, like, probably around Grand Forks and Minot, North Dakota is probably the highest concentration of that kind of shit, or actually probably by Mile City. I've seen Mile- stuff on my Mile City. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that, you, Mile City. That, yeah, <laughs> that explains a lot. Giant babies. Well, Fuck you, Mile City. <laughs> 
and also Nelson Miles. <laughs> you draw a straight line from Grand, uh, Great Falls to uh, Ellsworth and Rapid City. And uh, pretty much intersects right around Miles City out there uh, in No Man's Land. Yeah. That makes sense. It's some of the darkest sky in the country. Yeah, and mm-hmm. also to get there, you've been driving quite some time. If you're like me... You're seeing things. Well, I have like weapons, <laughs> well, like weapon, me, weapons grade up. amount of nicotine in your blood system with equal amounts of caffeine. So. The Adderall's starting to wear off. You're seeing treeple and yeah. shit. Well, our trees. feel my pulse in the back of my mm-hmm. eyeballs. So, yeah. uh, 2009, an author named Alan Danlick uh, wrote a book about the great air- airships. He claimed that a wealthy investor had built a prototype. Ooh, Hurst. And he motherfucker. Dem- <laughs> and he demonstrates in the book, though, how it could have been built with ni- 1897 materials. Yeah. For sure. But most of them are probably hoaxes because there's plenty of papers wrote about it in tongue-in-cheek type style. Yeah. Like one one writer of the article said he was writing from an insane asylum. Ah. Uh. But steerable dirigibles appeared in 1863, even though they probably weren't going very far or Well, fast. I'm thinking like you, somebody might have actually really seen one, maybe two. And then once the word got out, everybody else is like, holy shit, we got to get on this. Oh, oh, I totally saw one too. There's been hot air balloons quite a while, hasn't there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even they if you used them in Civil War too. Yeah. yeah. So if you had one of those unmoored fucking around, you know, some yokel down on the ground like, oh shit, the bed. And of course you got to embellish the story. And let's face it, probably they're drunk, might be syphilitic and <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. losing a little bit of their crackers, you know. So mm-hmm. uh, 1886, Jules Verne. Uh, hey, Verne. Hey, Verne. He wrote a book uh, called uh, "With Robo the Conqueror" about an airship. It's a, it's about how a uh, fucking uh, what, uh, Ro- Robotussin took over an entire generation. Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, say the replacement drummer for the fucking misfits. Oh yeah, the misfits drummer. Uh, 1884, two French army F- officers flew an electric airship called the La France. Electric airship. Uh, they made seven flights in eleven months. It's not a real impressive record. Well, at that time it was, I guess. Uh, also in 1896-97, David Schwartz built an aluminum-skinned airship in Germany, and it flew. Well, there you go. But There's it was weird metal. Nobody knew what fucking aluminum was. Mm-hmm. But it was badly damaged when it, he landed. He had a hard landing. So he, he had a device that shrunk it to pocket size and mm-hmm. took it home? Yep. Hey, I would have patented that one. Like, you can, Before the you fucking can, airship. You can shelf the airship. Yeah, like, right. Your shrinking ray is probably more... <laughs> You could just fly in pigeons if you had a shrinking ray. Oh, fuck it. Well, the problem is if you shrink yourself, does the shrinking ray shrink with you? Or then you tiny and your shrinking ray is still big oh, and then you got to figure out the trigger. how to... Yeah, you have to do the mirror. Also, <laughs> also does it have a, does it have a uh, fucking reverse like, switch oh, yeah. on it? I mean, you... So then you could take a pigeon and blow it up to giant fucking size, like pterodactyl oh, size and so then fly fun. around. Honey, I blew up the pigeon. Mm-hmm. Oh, think of the lice. You'd be, oh, yeah. You'd, you'd be riding around a pigeon fighting off lice the size of house cats. Eat them. The size of how are you gonna try to house a whole house cat? Well, I mean, you cut it's, a, it in it's half. a dirty pigeon louse. Grill it, <laughs> Grill it? Yeah. On yeah. The, on the pigeon, you make the pigeon big yeah. enough. Yeah, you could you could straight up have like hunting parties on the pigeon and set up a fucking camp somewhere where there's like a, a fire and you know have you guys your... on some shrooms or. <laughs> Molly, you snickering frothy hound. When courage is needed, you're never around. Those medals you wear on your moth-eaten chest should be there for bundling it when you are best. So. Stop the pigeon, 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 how? Fuck. Is that Mountain Dew? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the I'll, only one that didn't I'll, drink the shit. I hopped up on Mountain Dew. Uh, I finally put some candy in my fucking bloodstream and yeah. this is how it goes. We turn into six-year-olds? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so that's Martians. Yeah. <laughs> Martian, Martian, Martian. Ah! So what was the other one? Did you uh, do the devil dogs? 
Oh, I got one about the uh, the lady yelling at her kids. Oh, oh spooky. well, yelling at her kids, and then are we going to do Banshee of the Badlands too? Cool. Is that, is that the lady yelling at her kids is called Banshee of the Badlands? No, oh, that's a different one. That's, that's Lorna. Girlfriend. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's like seventy percent of the female population of Dickinson. <laughs> Lady yelling at her kids. Go to Walmart on the no the Friday of the Badlands. Oh, the Badlands, the Badlands, yeah. <laughs> Shit, that's your motorcycle. Ooh. So, have you ever seen a lady yelling about her children around the lakeshore or something? Yep. Cl- clearly, I've been camping. Uh, she's wet, wearing a white dress, and she's a ghost. Oh no! no not you said she's one. wet. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. wet. Okay. I don't know how you can tell the ghost is wet. Wait, wait. Did you say she's yelling at her kids or about her kids? For her, uh, for her kids. Yeah. Her see through. Robe is yeah, she's, she's okay. It's wet t-shirt, wet ghost. t-shirt, wet t-shirt yep. ghost. Okay, so that. it's 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 almost crazy. Kara from fucking Quigley Down Under. It kind of yeah, yeah. kind of only uh, probably screaming in Spanish. I think right. Yep, because most of this is south of the border. Yeah, but goes all the way back to the 1500s. Maybe yeah, even so back it to must Europe. Be true. Uh, sometimes it's connected to Aztec uh, creation stories too. Sometimes she's wailing for food, but the story that survived uh, said a, a native lady got knocked up by a Spaniard. Uh, got two kids out of him, and then he leaves her. So she gets distraught and drowns her children, mm-hmm. and then goes cry- goes around crying about it. Yep. Just shut up, lady. So that, that, <laughs> you did this yourself, <laughs> lady. Well, that's the, like, the abridged version. The one I have is it's a, it's a Mexican maiden named uh, Maria, who, uh, you know, she's kind of the belle of the ball, and she wears her white thing around town Friday nights to the delight of all the gentlemen. She has many suitors mm-hmm. and she finally picks the most handsomest of all of them and like said, like Will said, has a couple kids with him and he's like, ah, I've had enough of this shit. I'm going out to play poker with the boys and get drunk and shit. And so he'd be gone for like a week at a time and then he'd like come back and only visit the kids and like pay her no more mind or whatever. And then like one time she's out walking with her kids and the husband rides by in a carriage with some hot younger chick. Motherfucker. And she's like, oh, because when he stops to talk to the kids, he's like, oh, hey, boys, you know, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And then takes back off, doesn't even give Maria time of day. So Is that when like, she find, that's when she found out she was a ghost? No, like, that's he couldn't when, see her. That's oh. when that's when she uh, that would have been some sixth sense shit. But, yeah. Well, but that's when she decided to perform a very, very late term abortion on her like children by hucking them into the river. Damn it, or, I thought that was I thought that was our our original idea. What's that? The, very very late term abortions. Like 15 and Yeah, you just tell or, us and actually 25 years. Like if late. your kid turns out to be oh, like Oh yeah, a, we had that wasn't a, that Tom Horn's late term abortion like service like that, yeah. Like that? yeah. It's like when you turn you find out that your your son has whatever like ripped a bunch of people off yeah, as, yeah. in a Ponzi scheme because he works the fucking yeah, you know. you call Tom Horn, even in the, like, 7,000th trimester, he'll... Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but in uh, Mexico City, there's a waterfront theatrical performance every year, the Day of the Dead of this. So it is just straight-up wet t-shirt and screaming. Mm-hmm. Sick. Nope. Uh, in Guatemala, she lived in Guatemala City and has the affair and gets knocked up and gives birth to a child named Juan de la Cruz and drowned her hus- uh, baby cause so her husband wouldn't know about it. Wow, that okay. I was we were kind of joking That's, about late term oh, abortion. Um, she she had an affair with some somebody else, but wouldn't her husband notice that she got all plump and no, no. Well, no. haven't you heard? The, don't you know, Tony? You haven't been keeping up on your QAnon Alex Jones shit. That the drinkers of the children's blood for QAnon, what they do is these democratic demons. They hire, uh, let's call it like uh, overweight women to intentionally get pregnant so nobody will know they're pregnant so when they go oh. harvest the babies nobody goes missing they're, you know they're born on off-site facilities no birth 
certificate, no tracking. So that's how you know Tom Hanks and Bill Gates are getting all that adrenochrome. That we need, sweet, we need sweet to take we need to take the internet away from older people. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the problem is it's not all just older people. No. Let's just, just take it away from stupid people. I'm sure you probably run into a bit of that back at the house. Oh, fuck. You know, you see some uh, inf- uh, InfoWars uh, bumper stickers running around town once in a while. And oh, like, oh, God. And, well, and they're never in their 70s or 60s. It's like 23-year-old dudes. Oh, God. Is it also usually have a Joe Rogan experience sticker? Usually, yes. That, that tracks. Okay. Yeah. I'm curious <laughs> I'm curious uh, to see after, you know, Alex Jones, he just got that judgment, their settlement where he has to pay about a billion dollars. And there's going to be more soon as well. Yeah. He's going to end up doing a shitty podcast for a thousand people. <laughs> Wait, isn't that already? <laughs> yeah. No, no, you're not, hiring, you're not hiring that motherfucker on our show. <laughs> the, next oh. guest, the next guest host. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I, see, I would honeypot him in here just so I could beat him with a crowbar for a couple hours. <laughs> hey, Alex, you want a new gig? Yeah. I got, I got fucking a steak because I think that's all he talks about eating. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Chicken fried steak. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's where he gets his... Visions from <laughs> anyway, so if you hear the cry of this lady who won't shut up, <sighs> if it sounds far away, it actually means she's close. Oh, oh shit! And if she it sounds far away, and she's uh, it sounds close, she's far away. Yeah, yeah. If she sounds far away, she's close. Okay. And somebody who sees the wailing woman is transported over to the afterlife and never seen again. Wow, that's weaponized. Mm-hmm. So, Wait, that's all it, you have it to seems do. Like she, it seems like she'd have a motherfucking huge body count. Mm-hmm. So it's most often told to children to get them to behave. So right. David, don't go near the river. <laughs> right. Only three people will get you. Yep. <laughs> and none of them are listening. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how much I try. <laughs> uh, there's a new movie with Danny Trejo, though, about the, way, the lady who won't shut up. Does he play her? Mm-hmm. Danny Trejo is the, the lady that won't shut the fuck Lord up. He's wearing a, a white wedding dress. Yep. All soaked, see through. Sex, hey. You can see no, his, no underwear. You can see that giant chest piece he's got. Mm-hmm. Rock it and is roll. a nice day for a white wedding dress. Uh, also, there's a uh, plenty of Mexican folk songs about it. There's mm-hmm. a, we could play either the Joan Baez version because she's as Mexican as you can. Get? Oh, yeah. Authentico. <laughs> or there's a manic Hispanic song about it. Oh, even better. No yep. shit. That's more, that's more the cut of our jib.
not familiar with them. Is that anything like Satanic Panic? No, no Manic Hispanic's no. like a like a all Hispanic punk band. They they typically do. I'm sure they have like originals, but they typically do a lot of like old punk covers, and they change the change the lyrics to be about being fucking Lat- Mexican, Latinx. Yeah, yeah, Latinx. I want to be a cholo. Yep. I don't think I would hate that. No, it, it's it, fucking it. rad, dude. Yeah, so, yeah. so Manic Hispanic it is. Copyright infringement. Here we come. Here we come, baby. <laughs> you sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsored by the copyright infringement. <laughs> uh, you want to get to the Hellhounds of El Dorado Canyon? No, I think that we should segue into another dead old lady of the Old West first, do the Banshee first. Oh, Banshee of the Badlands. Banshee of the Badlands. And not, unfortunately, the North Dakota Badlands from which the three of us here they and Tony was there once. They never get any credit. I know, even though they're better looking. Well, they get, we do a lot about them just because of Teddy Roosevelt and that weird anti-Semite Frenchie. Oh, yes. But uh, but this is the one in South Dakota. Yep. There's a lot of bad things in the Badlands. Mostly coyotes or oil workers. Yes. Not in those Badlands. Piss, piss <laughs> jugs. Or if you're in the near the Badlands of South Dakota, you get the FBI, too. And Waldrug. Mm-hmm. Yep. Waldrug. As it turns out, I was going to mention Waldrug here in a little bit. But ghosts. Part of one of these ghosts. Totally mm-hmm. ghosts. Oh, totally ghosts. You can get totally. anything at Waldron, including ghosts. Ghosts. In <laughs> ghosts in a can. <laughs> so sometimes a shimmering silhouette can be seen near a place called Watchdog Butte. A native woman said to be murdered by settlers or a settler woman that was murdered by Indians. Yep. <laughs> Glad we nailed down ex- these depends, specifics. Well, it depends on who's telling the tale. <laughs> right, right. What's more scary to this person? Yep. Right. <laughs> anyway. cultural ghost. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Anyway, this lady just doesn't show up. Well, I'm noticing a theme. Well, this is more like, like, like LaLorna is kind of like doing like a sad like wailing. This is like that fucking sonic boom screaming like, uh, oh, you guys haven't watched like Peacemaker, have you? I haven't seen it yet, but. So fucking good. Yeah. Like when the when the butterflies, when they know they're found out that they're aliens, they. Ah! Oh, yep. Yeah. I see yeah. That, yeah. So she she wanders around, waves her arms, trying to get the attention of anybody passing by. Over here. But when you come up to her, though, she stands still mm-hmm. till you ask her what she wants. Then she screams. Well, <laughs> not just scream. It was described, just a real dream. It was described like kind of like Emotep in the Mummy. Uh huh. When he does the whole like ah, and, like, mouth like opens extra yeah, extra wide like that. And, well, and I think like doesn't her eyes like sink back into her skull or something? And mm-hmm. She goes through a whole transmogrification. So sometimes uh, she has a skeleton friend. Yeah, I love that. She's, and he plays the fiddle. Hell yep. yeah, that's a fucking band name right there. <laughs> Skeleton, Skeleton friend. friend. <laughs> Skeleton friend hates muscle friend. <laughs> so they go fight. around looking for music, and if they hear the music, the skeleton pulls out his fiddle and plays along. They're basically buskers. They're like they're going to like the join. Fuck? <laughs> well, you're like sitting around the campfire eating your beans, and well, hopefully they don't come across a poop attack show. Or right? Yeah. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, hopefully they do. Hello, sir or madam. Jesus has a special message for you. Yeah. Skeleton pops out, starts fucking shredding the fiddle. <laughs> Picture moral, you know, old Dutch has pulled out his fucking guitar. You're sitting around the campfire, and then all of a sudden they come shuffling. Hey man, you want to jam? Yeah, you know, right. Like, get a drum circle going. <laughs> like the first screamo band, weren't they? Like the yeah. Banshee and the, the it's Banshee and the skeleton. It's Banshee and the, and the skeleton friend. Yep. So anyway, uh, they play all night, but at sunrise the music stops. Mm-hmm. So though whoever was listening through the night, the normal people. Yeah. They'd be in trance, so they'd go out and search search to find the music. Yeah, they get the, the earbud or the earworm going. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Damn, that was so and, catchy. Yep, and that leads many people to go walk off the side of a cliff or something and die. It's basically like the uh uh the greatest song in the world tribute. Sure, yeah. I was like, Oh 
that was such a jam. I got to go get the notes from that skeleton. Hello, I'm Skeleton Friend. Right? This is Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> <laughs> So one night in the Badlands, three cowboys were around a campfire. They're telling stories and whistling. While they're doing the Slim Whitman cattle call whistling. Oh, yeah. Uh, They heard a shriek. And it made their faces turn pale and their blood stagnate. So says the article I read. Yes. Stagnation blood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, they're drunk sitting around a fire. They're already white guys. (laughs) Yeah. Then they see a doggy stagnant blood. That's a good like metal song. Yeah, <laughs> bad name or like uh, like black like, blood. After Slayer retires, it stopped raining, so now it's stagnant <laughs> blood. Slogging through stagnant blood waste. on a saturated ground. <laughs> Slogging Put through on your Wellingtons. <laughs> the slowest Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, the whole countryside just tur- over like months and months just turns into a scab. Oh you're god, just, you're just like crunching through. <laughs> That's the Badlands. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. <laughs> right. So they see a doggy at the foot of a woman, shining in blue. She was far away, but they still thought she was pretty hot. Now she has, like, Toto following her? Mm-hmm. Awesome. If you're a guy walking around the Badlands for days, any woman you yeah, see no, is no, she, yeah, right. <laughs> Ghost or not. You said you, you mentioned treeple before? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, mm. <laughs> so Red these cowboys her. are thinking, oh, that, that lady's pretty hot. Yeah. Until we, she screams. That's a little stalkery. Mm-hmm. Or not, you know, three randy dudes sitting out there, and lone woman, they're like, hey. But then she screams, and her arms shot up, and her jaw lurched open, and her eyes sank into black pits. And then two of the guys were like, oh, let's get the fuck out of here. There's the like, third I'm guy's still, like, I'm, I'm good. I'm so down. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> You've been out in the Badlands long enough, you'd probably be like, well. Yeah. <laughs> then they hear something behind them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was the fiddle, and then the woman fades away, so they go back to the fire. <laughs> Well, that was cool. <laughs> Mystery fiddles just fine. <laughs> okay. Fucking, uh, what you call, uh, uh, Z- fucking Zool. Oh, Zool, yeah. Z- Zool took the fuck off, but Mystery Fiddle, that that's cool. There's just something. <laughs> hey, man, she Whoa. disappeared. Did you see that, uh, see a skeleton playing vi- well, he, fiddle? They, they haven't seen the skeleton oh, okay. yet. They're just, he's, he's like serenading them from the shadows. Oh, and okay. Nothing creepy at all. No. Nope. Nope. Everything's normal. So the fiddle keeps playing more rapid and aggressive. I even wrote down well, Raiden doing, Blood. He, so. Well, he's yeah. doing Devil. No, Devil went down to Georgia. Oh, all right. Uh, so it goes on and on, but the Cowboys are, uh, are scared, but they still manage to fall asleep. <laughs> no self-preservation instincts. I'm so scared. I'm yeah, sleep. Terrified. Oh God. So when they wake up, two guys, and then the third guy was gone. So they follow the footprints in the morning to the edge of a cliff. But at the bottom of the cliff, they didn't find his body. They found the goddamn skeleton with the fiddle. Well, that's his pad. You know, you got a long. Like, you know, a straight Sultan's a swing style jam session late into the night, and he's, mm-hmm. you know, catching some Z's at the bottom of the ravine. Yep. <laughs> it's cool. He's a minimalist. <laughs> so they book it back to town and never return. And that town would have probably been wall drug, just from the location. I looked up on the map where, uh, yep. fucking, uh, that, uh, watchdog fucking peak is. And so they went to wall drug. I wonder if they ghosts. sell fiddles and skeletons at Weldred. Well, I'm going to start. <laughs> Shit. Sponsored by Weldred. Right. <laughs> God, so many 
corporate representative. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. That's yeah, fine. Come anyway, to Waldrop for your chicken strip. No, like I said, we're, we're trying to figure out a way to monetize. So we figure if we kiss up corporate ass, like somebody will reach out to us. Enough name dropping. Right? <laughs> Chuckles, the official candy of how the West was fucked. Feed them to your kids. You want to talk about the Platte River ship of death? Yeah. Because the Platte River, as you know, is huge, especially like yeah. through Casper. And, and, and all the area. illustrations of it, it's like straight up Pirates of the Caribbean ass ship. Oh, that you makes know, perfect. The Black Pearl. Uh, well, yeah, the Platte, Platte, Platte River probably at its deepest point is maybe like 12 feet in some of those big oxbow bends. Mm-hmm. It's mostly like you can wade across it chest high. Oh, shit, okay. <laughs> so, it's like the crick behind Will's old house. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but the ghost ship will appear out of the fog, Ooh. mostly in late fall, so the sails will be all frosty. Mm. But you'll see a bunch of men working, swabbing the deck and yep. and jizz mopping there, yep. walking the plank. It, it, it is quite literally <laughs> the, black, the fucking Black Pearl black only pearl. frozen. Cool. Then, Actually, yeah, Black Pearl, yeah, yeah. Then when they see somebody watching them, they stop, and then they form a circle, and then somebody in the middle does a break dance. Yeah. <laughs> no. We, if, we, if we're really still, you won't see the ship on yeah. the middle of the prairie? Right. Okay. There's yeah, tall ships. Sense. Well, <laughs> they also, like, they all kind of huddle in around in a circle, like, I don't know, like, it's like they form up, they stop what they're doing and just, like, go stand by a place. Mm-hmm. These uh, very specific Yep. <laughs> Very specific things going on here. <laughs> so they form a circle, and then they break, and then in the center, a new person will like, appear. Ta-da! And this person will be whoever is close to watching on shore. He'll be like, hey, that's my girlfriend. But later that same day, that person will die. Yep. Oh, I see. You you will witness, like, oh, shit. Like, my fucking aunt just appeared in the middle of this right. break well, dance circle. Right, well, and then, like, the person that appears will be, like, usually laying, they say they're, like, laying down on a sheet. Like, these guys are suddenly, like, mourning the loss of somebody, mm-hmm. and it's like, spoiler alert, your wife is going to die this afternoon, is kind of how they do. Harbingers of death. Harbingers. On, but they have an extremely complicated sailing vessel that is, n- the type of which has never been on the plat or anywhere fucking near the plat. So it's, like, lost-ass pirates of the Caribbean that... Just want to go shit on your day by telling you your mom's about to die. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. You don't think about it. Is there like a, a specific amount of time from when you see the fucking ghost of your cousin or whatever to when your cousin dies? It's that it's day. It's supposed to be, yeah, that day. That day, okay. They're looking at well, the like, watch and it's like an hour and 47 minutes. Well, like when, when, <laughs> when, when is feeding a gremlin after midnight? You know, like. Or, yeah, I mean, it's the, always after midnight. Right. Sure. So all these sightings go all the way back to 1862. And the first was by Leon Weber, who was hunting along the river. Then the fog comes, then the ship, frosty sails, wooden but translucent. So he sees the ghost doing their sailing duties, and then one turns and locks eyes with him. Oh, oh fuck. Then they form the ghost pirate circle. Ring around the rosy. <laughs> then they step away, and Leon could see from shore his much-loved bride-to-be. Yep. Then the ship disappears. Look how people, people in the 1800s have such visual acuity that you can look like 100 fucking yards onto a deck of a ship that's probably going to be above your vantage point yeah. you see all these things totally right? well, you're, you're, you're always standing on a butte looking down that's, oh, that's always, part of it you yes. always have to be on a butte yes. to see the pirate ship mm-hmm. on the plat well then couldn't you just see who was in the circle before they even circle up no that would make no sense okay <laughs> <laughs> idiot <laughs> so when Leon gets home he found his uh, his wife laying on the floor uh-huh. blue because uh-huh. mm-hmm. she was a smurf no no she was dead do you get to like join the pirate crew after you get killed, or they just... Oh, that would be cool. But then that ship would be crowded, probably. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of space underneath, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Just sitting in the hold for eternity. <laughs> it's awesome. That's, that's the ghost ship of the plot. Well, so. and then 
in other transportation. When was the last? When was the last? Uh, you said that was the first time anybody saw it. Were there uh, other sightings? Yeah, last week. I can't write it <laughs> since I don't actually write shit down. There was some as late as like early 1900s, I think. There's probably some asshole. Well, people probably still claim to do it, but nowadays, you know, you drop some acid and go sit by the plat, and anything's possible. If I had a business down there, I'd probably actually build a pirate ship. Just oh my god! People. Just, for just my scare Halloween. the fuck out of everybody for my Halloween decoration. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, you know about the pirate ships we have in Seattle that are bit, they're built off duck boats usually. Oh, yeah. Or actually, there's a kind of a pontoon one now in Lake Union, but just get get that kind of contraption. The duck boat's good for you because, like you said, you, you have to be running it. around. <laughs> <laughs> Although uh, they got rid of most of the duck boats after we had that huge fucking mm-hmm. accident on, oh, yeah. literally right. on the Aurora Bridge. It looks like I mean the last like actually like recorded one was a nineteen oh three. That's why I said like yeah sure. It's weird once they started getting cameras, and photography, all <laughs> yeah, these yeah. disappeared. Never seen again. No more airships. Yeah, no the fucking more. ghosts and aliens were like, "This ain't no fun anymore, man. Yeah. I'm out of here." Too much exposure. <laughs> um. Did you write, write down the, the train one, or do we skip that? Okay, we can do that one, because I forgot some of the people's names. And stuff, oh, but all right. In other transportation-related news, and also <laughs> being <laughs> from a story published from the, what is Seattle Free Press at the time? Uh, P.I. I have in 1892. Yep. Haunted choo-choos. Yep. At least it's not haunted model T or haunted stage. Well, haunted stagecoach is kind of cool. That's pretty sweet. So as engineer Jim Jim Pickney. He is going down the Northern Pacific, so this is Highway 2, basically, mm-hmm. where it's on fire right now. Uh, Pickney was listening to stories uh, told by the other engineer and the fireman, graphically detailing all the horrible wrecks along the way, because that's one of the more dangerous well, spots. Well, and he is a greenhorn, so they're trying to fucking scare, you know, they're oh, fucking, fucking with the scare dude. Scare him straight, make, him, make sure he right. doesn't fuck around. So they're on the west side of the pass, and they're getting close to Eagle Gorge. Suddenly, the other engineer grabbed the throttle and thrown her over, which means he reversed it and slammed on the brakes. Which kind of amazed at me that, that, that you could just do that with a steam engine, because it's, like, it's pretty much like reversing your engine in your car instantly, which would cause catastrophic fucking failure. Oh, yeah. I, but, I appara- mean, but apparently they can do that somehow on a... Like if you, say you're running at like even 1,000 RPMs, Carter, you're yep. a car guy, yeah, and just instantly the whole motor... like Not the transmission, the fucking motor... Is going in reverse. I'm just trying to think how the steam would work because you would have way less parts that it might. Be. And they're beefy, but I mean, it's still, There's, it seems like it would be a horrifically jarring. Yeah, I don't think it'd be a good time. No. No, no absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> but now, now I want to look into like how the fuck does a steam engine like operate? Because you've got the, you've got the steam, right? That like fucking spins up some kind of turbine. Chugachugas. But then it's got to have, you've got to have a power transfer, like, like a, a some kind of transmission, right? I, I, I mean, I think the spinning turbine turns the wheels directly. So you'd have to fully just. Like, just stop and spin the fucking turbine yep, right. backwards? Yep. Like a diverter? That's, that yeah, sure yeah. is what, what it, well, that's what it sounds like he was talking about. You just kind of like, cook, cook. Oh, we're, I guess we're going this way now. Yeah. And I'm sure that's where you get the fucking spark shooting off the rails. Sure. And, uh, yeah. I suppose, yeah. I mean, if you divert it, yeah, your wheels will lock up before they can start turning the other way. Yeah. Right. But I mean, like. I'm still just saying that sounds. There's like, gotta be, you're, you're driving a bomb. Still yeah. has you're to be like, some, some kind of fucking power transfer device, like a torque converter that doesn't just go like. Like the yeah. other way, otherwise you're going to shear everything. Well, to that's pieces. what I'm saying. I mean, uh, granted, we're talking about like huge, chunky yeah. things, and, and they're we're probably spinning like 13 RPMs. Yeah, too. they're not. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just sounds Horrific. abrupt, yeah. abrupt and dangerous. Kind of sounds like the scariest thing we've talked about. Because <laughs> <laughs> a, it's real. And B, yeah, that's that's absolutely frightening. So when they finally come to a stop, 
They, uh, the engineer says they're just feet from where years before engineer Cypher was killed in a wreck. Okay, so he threw it in reverse to be like, stop! <laughs> hey man, somebody died here one time. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the fuck? But not just that. Psycho? It's not just that. Okay. Yep. So passengers come up and ask... What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and the engineer made some lame excuse. He said loose lug nuts or something yeah. like that. Yeah, right. Uh, My the- son is dead! <laughs> So they go on, and Pickney asked the engineer why he stopped, because he knew that was a lame excuse. He's like, didn't you fucking see it? Yep. Then he goes, look out that window. That's why I stopped, and Pickney saw a light of a train coming at him. Yeah. So, oh. like, your engine's, you know, it's like, right, right, it's right. not like there's a passing lane. Right. It's a ghost train. Uh-huh. 300 but- yards ahead, and Pickney yells, stop. But the engineer said, oh, it's nothing. It's just Tom Cipher's engine number 33. Yep. Ooh. He's always by this gorge. I've seen it 20 or so times. I'm Phantom sure he had 309. a southern accent because he's in fucking Washington <laughs> State. <laughs> they did that shit on the dollop, the like, re- most recent dollop. They're talking about a guy out by the Wainucci, like the yep. wild man of the Wainucci. And they're throwing on these, like, hillbilly accents and, like, not in, not near Shelton. Nobody's. A I was going well, to say to be fair. Grew, I grew up in Shelton. There were <laughs> there were quite a few kids I knew that had never left. Like yeah, but they don't Washington sound State. like they're from fucking Arkansas, do they? Yes, Jesus. Yeah, that that accent. Uh, it doesn't really have like a region. I mean, to be fair, in Shelton, it's like the kids who like who like just listen to nothing but fucking you know Alan Jackson and shit. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to say, like, you know, most of, like, at least urban Washington, it's pretty renowned for having, like, the mildest to non-existent accent in the United States, yeah. for the most part. There's the Washington, though. Yeah, in Pello. Grab not, me my, not pe- on my fucking Grab watch. me my Pello. So the engineer said, everybody's seeing this goddamn train, and don't worry, because it goes backwards it's when we're going forwards, yep. and it could go he's, faster than we can. It's a conscientious ghost, and also, you know, if it's a ghost train, could, wouldn't it just pass right the fuck through them? Yeah, I've seen back, uh, Ghostbusters 2. Ghostbusters to the future? Mm-hmm. Three? Yep. yep. <laughs> wow, that Wait. needs to be made. There's a train in Ghostbusters 2? I don't remember that. Yeah, Ernie Hudson gets fucking uh, Winston Zedmore. Oh, it's like a it's ghost like train just cruises right through him. Oh, it's like a subway. Yeah, yeah, subway. Like yeah the yeah, old, yeah, yeah. the old uh, New York subways. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think that was the old New York Central City of Albany, derailed in 1920, killed hundreds of people. Did you catch the number on the locomotive? Sorry, I missed it. So Pickney sees the light going away from him. He said he could see the smoke from the train, but no noise. And the light was weird. You're also riding a fucking train, which is going to be loud. It's not like you're going to hear the other train <laughs> over the noise of your train. Didn't you hear what he said, though? The light was weird. Mm-hmm. Your light is weird. That's a weird light, man. It was red and green. Like red green. High oh. tech. At the, actually, wait a minute. It's the Santa Fuck, Express. Fucking railroad lamps. You've seen a yeah. ton of them. They got red and green lamps. Yeah, they, yeah. the glass is red or green. Yeah. yeah. And you well, light they, them for... They, I mean, on boats, they've got red and green. To, but that's so they can turn. Okay. Yeah, it's not like you're taking a left-hand turn on your train. Sure. But it's. I think it's uh, stop, and, stop go. and go. And, yeah, obstruction. You know, because your, your station house will be like, you know. Yeah. So if, if, if the track is clear, it's green. If the track right. isn't clear, it's red, yeah. Well, unless you have a colorblind engineer, then, then everybody's fucked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so when it rounds a corner, the phantom train disappeared. But when he gets back to town to satisfy his curiosity, Pickney sent a telegram to Sprague. Probably not the town in eastern Washington, but... Uh, I thought... I was picturing the town in eastern Washington. Uh, well, Sprague was also the first mayor of Tacoma, and that was kind of the, the terminus of the, the new railroad Why there. would the engineer send a message to the mayor of Tacoma? 
Well, it's probably named a, like a station after him. Oh, uh, maybe. I was I just thinking it was the town. But either way, he said uh, whoever was at the Sprague station said the n- uh, number 33 was in at the time. And it just come in and their coal was all burned out. Mm-hmm. So watch out for the Phantom Train. So there's a Phantom Train, but there's also a real number 33? Or they just are servicing the Phantom Train? Well, the Phantom Train was out running. Well, but, I know, but... but it, there was it a can't... ghost driving it. Does he steal your coal? Yeah. Okay. What? Well, <laughs> it doesn't run on ghost coal. Yeah, yeah, ghost coal. Well, clean, oh, oh, clean I, coal technology. I see. Real train, ghost uh, driver, conductor. Ghost, yep. Oh, Siphon. that's why they were worried about hitting it. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I thought it was yeah. like, oh, I finished my run. I guess I'll bring my ghost train back to the barn and have <laughs> Jimmy, you know, ghost shovel Jim, out the ghost. Jimmy, <laughs> put some ghost coal in my ghost yeah. train. Add some ghost water. Add some ghost <laughs> water. Spray. I, I don't think ghost. you guys ever taken the train. I've only taken the train once. I have here. taken the Empire Builder, Builder from Williston to um, now Minneapolis. I've oh. never gone that I, way. I thought you came that way with the college kids. No, we we took buses or uh, vans from DSU. Oh. Those suckers loaned us. Uh, Vans and uh, gas cards. Idiots. We took uh, two, uh, one Dodge van and one Chevy van. Okay, I thought, and I thought you took the train. We had most of the kids with us didn't have driver's license, and the ones that did were terrified to drive a van, so I drove the whole fucking way. Precursor to future things to come. Every, yeah, right. time, every year, at least twice a year, most of the time. I've, uh, I've taken the Amtrak, but we went to San Francisco and back to, just to go see one band. Because the Swinging Unders never came to Seattle that often, so no. Mario was in town from Japan, and I was like, "Fucking!" I bought tickets to a show in San Francisco, and my car is a piece of shit. So we're taking the train, baby. <laughs> the train was fun when you could smoke on it incessantly. You had to sit in the smoking car, yeah. And it was it was pretty much like ch- shitty chairs, like we're sitting on right now. It was pulled to the side of a chair and just about the same size room. Yeah, about the same size room, and just accurate haze of smoke with like one bathroom. It was like being in a prison holding cell, or you could smoke. <laughs> But I still spent most of my evening down there. Kind of like being on the deck of the Victory. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Only, we, uh, only, yeah. only the deck of the Victory doesn't have to pull over when an oil train comes by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we made it down to like Southern Oregon somewhere. And uh, yeah, we had to like the train had to pull off somewhere to like let some other like cargo freight go by. And so we go down to the, the bar car. And because at that point I've kind of exhausted all my snacks and shit. We go down to the bar car and they got like MGD, like 12 ounce cans and they're like fucking $6. And this is like back in, you know, 2007 or something like that. Right. But, uh, (laughs) fucking, I, I spend like whatever my budget is for that shit. Like we, we get a few, a few beers and then this guy comes down and he's chatting super, super nice guy, super cool, chill. And like, he's like, just got this giant wad of cash. And, like, I'm telling, you know, me and Mario are telling him, like, oh, we playing music, and blah, blah, we're going to San Francisco for a show. He's like, yeah, I'm a tattoo artist down in San Jose. You guys are cool. And he just bought us, like, fucking, he's, he blew, like, 60 bucks on beers. What's it with you and fucking weird trains getting drunk? I don't know, Like, man. you're, po- like, what is it, Poland or? Uh, oh, yeah, that was weird. Your, your Bobby, uh, Baba was, Yaga uh, bus train yeah, the, with uh, the blueberry wine or yeah, whatever the fuck? The, the Czech, uh, Czech Republic. There we go. I yeah, used the, to get drunk on the train, or the tram in Vegas. Like when I go to Vegas for oh, yeah. car auctions and stuff. Oh, the one where we almost got arrested when fucking Winch was pissed yeah. off the side. Yeah, that one. So like <laughs> sometimes I was down there wait, waiting for other friends to show up or whatnot. I'll just take like the afternoon to sit on the train and drink and to see like where my day would take me. <laughs> well, basically in a circle, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Fuck, where am I? <laughs> awesome. Been riding this train for yeah. years. They don't kick you off. It's amazing. 
Well, it could have been well, a ghost you, train. I mean, that's kind of what we do with the, the metro system. Wow, and this train, it doesn't go in a circle. The one, like, very literally, we're recording next to, like, Seattle's light rail. Mm-hmm. Like, the station yeah, is right there. In, yep. So it'll take you to basically the airport. And now it'll take you all the way up Northgate. Northgate, But yeah. it's, uh, you know, it's passing tracks. Yeah, you two, know, there's two sets tracks of tracks. on either side. But it's, it's a straight shot. It doesn't do the loop. The loop's got to be fascinating just because. Yeah, it's, it was a good yeah, time. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I try to do it now. Well, people, I mean, that, to, to be honest, some of our uh, less fortunate population in town, that's kind of what, they, in the winter, you just ride a bus, the same circuitous route, because oh, there's heater. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. I'm just imagining, like, after you die, your ghost is just going to be on that fucking tram. There's like, worse you've, things. You've seen him, too. It's <laughs> the, 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 the oily train. The oily yep. train. It's, it's like ghost. a fucking see, see-through dude with, like, a... Like a fucking yard of a like a mudslide or whatever. <laughs> usually get the vomiting. Uh, my ties yeah. from uh, one of the places downtown, the Fremont, and yeah, 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 yeah. the yard. And yep. oh, yeah, yeah. I remember well when I when I met you guys down there after after Iraq. Like that was my first move as I go down to the Binions and get my free beer, and then as soon as you guys showed up, go find that uh, Everclear mudslide with yep. the extra shot, and they went and tried to play For that truck truck driving game <laughs> and scared them kids out of that fucking arcade. Oh yeah. Good, good times. Yeah. But you, I can imagine a drunk ghost just like puking on the fucking train and there's like leaving ectoplasm oh, all over the suit and stuff. Yeah. Slime me, Ray. Yeah. Guy can have that's dreams. That's great. Guy can have dreams. Yep. <laughs> so the end of the story, before we get too oh, far. Oh, there's still no, a story. <laughs> so March 1st, 1910, for real, March is a perfect time for avalanches in the Cascades. Yep. Uh, so avalanche hit two trains because they were stopped because they're clearing the track or something. On Windy Mountain, and that is the biggest disaster in Washington State history because it kills ninety six people. Holy, Holy shit. shit, dude! Oh, they were passenger trains. Mm-hmm. Fuck. So yeah. they were stopped near Wellington, which uh, uh, then uh, basically rained and heavy snow. Uh, also, fire and clear cutting the summer before kind of did. Oh, a bit. yeah, we never, yeah, we never fucked that up in this state. We never have entire towns get wiped out because fucking uh, erosion is the thing well and because they're not supposed to clear cut all the way up to the edge of like a bank oh yeah there was this town Oso. oh yeah the, uh, Oso isn't with us anymore oh, i didn't hear that one yeah the uh, uh, was it bear avalanche or whatever yeah well the whole town was built oh. on an old avalanche yeah yeah oh. well bear avalanche Oso is yeah bear in spanish yeah yep so yep but yeah, they had to like reroute the roads past. It, it changed the course of the river, and there's just a bunch of houses and people entombed. It, in- it also uh, opened up an archaeological site too. Part of the hillside that fell off was uh, it exposed like a like a old Native American like village, you know, I guess. It exposed one, and it created another well, one. It in was, 100 years it was and- so it was so well preserved because it was taken out in a mudslide. The same way. And shit was just put away in Tupperware, basically for well, like fucking you know six seven hundred years or whatever. That makes sense. That's. Yeah. Kind, kind of neat, kind of yeah, grim, yeah, but kind of neat, yeah. Indian burial ground. That's why it yeah. happened there. Yep. Exactly. Poltergeist. Yep. But it's also like now, now, it, now it's like when I bitch about people who build their houses down along the Missouri. Oh my God, why is it flooding? You Every know, like because it's the Missouri dome. You're, you're built on the floodplain yeah. of the Missouri. I'm built on the sandbar, and yet my house keeps getting yeah. flooded away. <laughs> yeah, because those <laughs> fucking sandbars. Are you so see permit. the rings on the trees. Yeah. <laughs> So the area area's name was changed from Wellington to Ty to try to forget the disaster. <laughs> Sweep that shit under the rug. So a few years later, they built some snow sheds, and in 1916, eight more people were killed by avalanche. Fuck. So finally, in 1929, they built a tunnel. So now that is eight miles long. So if you do take that train, you're in the dark for a good 15, 
20 minutes or that's how long. Cool. Oh, sweet. It's like taking the channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at least it's avalanche proof. Yeah. You just have to wait for an earthquake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the, 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 the warm, fuzzy feeling that you're surrounded by fucking dead bodies and yeah, 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 smashed yeah. up oh, trains yeah. and shit. Mm. So you could still hike that part of the railroad. No. It's, a, it's part of the no, I'm not going Iron to. Goat Trail if no. you want to be haunted. See the you Iron can... Goat Trail? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a logo for the for the train at the time. Right? Yeah, okay. uh, Northern Northern Pacific has that uh, mountain goat. What's what's that move? Because we had the Iron Pigeon, right? Where you're ch- chugging uh, shamrock <laughs> shakes and McRib and hang your ass off the side of a house and shit on somebody when they walk out the door. <laughs> I guess Iron Goat just drank a couple of steel reserves and go headbutting people in the ass. Oh, there you go. <laughs> then you chew the can apart. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Again, it sounds like a metal band. Yo, Iron, Iron Goat. That's all the stories I got. Oh, you didn't do Devil Dogs? Oh, you could back up and go. I don't have much of the Devil Dogs. I don't have much either. I, really I, just, like... I just have a couple personal tales, but we can. Just... Well, let's just do the personal tales. We'll do the Devil Dogs next. Well, year. I, and I wanted First to just do it because like Carter's here and he knows this this territory, and it's it's like it's Devil Dog related. And there's like um like in my Ghost of North Dakota book, one thing I wasn't aware because I've never been up Turtle Mountains. Oh yeah, I got that Chippewa up there. Yep, and they have what they call the the uh, they call it. Well, Lugaroo, which is a mispronunciation of the French Loop Guru, which fucking werewolf. Mm. And so, like, up in the Turtle Mountain Res, there's a lot of stories about, like, the big black dog that you don't fuck with. You know, it's like, there, there's stories all around the world of big black yeah. dogs that appear to travelers and stuff. It's kind of a cool one with a family that was basically sitting at their relative's house playing pinochle, drinking choke cherry wine. And then it's, oh, shit, it's dark. We got shit to do tomorrow. We'll go home. Get in their wagon. They're going home, all of a sudden the horses just stop, and they're like whopping them and whooping them, and they just can't get them to move. And then all of a sudden, like, they kind of smell something fucked up, and it's like, and there's just like, what I'm picturing, you know, like a big Newfoundland with red eyes, like, sitting behind them in the wagon. And they're mm. like, like, somebody's like, fuck, there's a fucking Rougarou in the, in the wagon. I was like, well, what do we do? Or are they like, oh, we're being followed, and then they look behind It's like literally sitting in the backseat, like, like <laughs> Aunt Mabel or whatever. <laughs> You may be right. I think we're being followed now. Don't look. Just play it cool. So, uh, did you catch that Stallone retrospective at the Omni? No. Sounds fascinating, though. I'm gonna try and lose him. Nice driving. Thanks. But then it's like, well, of course, you know... We just got to say like the Lord's Prayer three times, and that worked. Oh, so I, you know, that's not as fun of an ending as it could have been. Like the hook was still on the wagon cover, you know. Or, yeah. but. The claw, the claw marks. But I'm just saying, up on uh, up by uh, Lake Chicago, we I, was, I still remember this ship playing his day. We we're going out to Elmer's Point, and there's like my uncle driving, and me and my two cousins, and we we're getting pretty close to uh, uh, what uh, Mandarin up there, and we drew by some like was standing on his fucking hind legs. About the size. Of, oh, that's the thing with the Rougarous. They can turn into a person, too. Yeah, werewolf, yeah. Yeah. So it was side of the road, black, standing on its hind legs, and just you know, with the light reflection. Like, the clearest thing I can think of was a black bear. There ain't no fucking black bears up there. Well, eh, once in a great while. Not well, when we were kids. There was one hit by Gladstone a few years ago. Really? Yeah. Okay. Dead, well, maybe, maybe, maybe that's what But this was like in the fucking 80s. Yeah. Shit. That, they, you know. Yeah. But, that scared the living piss out of me. Oh, yeah, I, I believe it. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you hear things out there in the Badlands. There's no no doubt about it. Yep. But your your imagination would never get overreactive out there in the Badlands. No, no. <laughs> With, like all you can hear prairie is prairie madness. We had prairie madness. Yeah, you got the. Did we talk about that? Where the, we did. Yeah, yeah. 
I thought Sakakawea had like a Loch Ness type thing too. Have well, you Devil's Devil's Lake does. Oh, Devil's Lake, yeah. yeah. Devil's well, that's Lake. why the natives call it Spirit Lake. Mm-hmm. But anytime you'd get uh, white people to translate, whenever the Native Americans tried to tell people, yeah, this is where the spirits are, they usually translate it to devil. Oh. So it might not be something bad for, for the natives, but of course. Wait, to the whiteies, like that's all devils. It's and they're like, no, it's a benign spirit that like is for the harvest. Devils, totally devils. So that's ghosts, ghosts, fucking ghosts. Yep, that's <laughs> why they're ghosts the best, in the water, best. literally up there. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Lake Skakwea, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, is when uh, that that was during uh, uh, what's called um, uh, what's called uh, Roosevelt's. Oh, the uh, New Deal? The New Deal. Uh, they built uh, Lake Skagawea by building Garrison Dam across the Missouri River. Well, now, the problem with that was the Missouri River Valley was inhabited by the Mandan, Rikura, and Hidatsa. Oh, shit. Yeah. And so they flooded. Well, they gave people some notice to move out, but not It was much. a slow process. They, they had time there was to a couple. Out. There was a couple people where they kind of tried to hang on. As you're going to, it's like, well, yeah. where are we going? Well, most of it is, okay, you want us to move way up away from our water source? Because if you go out to the res now... It's a ways down to most yeah. of that water, yep. and then uh, they, we can't do that now. We we, ha- we have to wait till the. But you know, fuck you, we're flooding your shit. So, and then the fun part is, once a lake was built for a long time, Native Americans were not allowed to use it for irrigation or to let their cattle water on it, even though it's the only water source. The fuck? Yeah, it was. It was fucked. Yeah, <laughs> the Corps of Engineers is like, this is for making sure we can float barges in Missouri. Yeah, yeah. And flood control. You're but, not allowed to use it for anything. Well, but white farmers on the south side of the lake, oh, fine. You can you can put your cows. Well, that's, that's different. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Clearly. Good but, God, man. Yeah, no, we had, we had to throw some depressing thanks. Native yeah, Americans. There's, there's, right at the very there end. There was a town called Sanish that got flooded, and it, when the water gets low enough, you can see the remnants of it. But they actually had all the residents move to Newtown, which is now yeah. Newtown, New North Dakota. They never very creative in the naming. Yes, Newtown. It's on a hill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Newtown and uh, Mandaree, and yep. that's about it. Oh no, there's, or there's. I mean, there's a lot of farms and stuff around. Yeah. Oh, well, you you got uh, like White Earth is up there, and Twin Buttes, and there's all kinds of little towns close to. The I lake. guess. Yeah, yeah. They're a little more further east. Yeah, yeah. Because it's the Badlands. Well, it's where it. you go along the north side of the lake, and you, you kind of on your way to Minot, you go through a bunch of little stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well. And, you know, half the lake is literally in the Badlands. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it's like, you're picturing like a, a lake. It's, yeah, it, it's Wiley Coyote country with a fucking big goddamn lake. North Dakota has more shoreline than California, which is ridiculous because all the crevices and canyons and whatnot. Right, right, right. But, yeah, there's there's literally no place that you can, like, get out and get on a beach. It's just yeah, wall. Kind of like, kinda like uh, mm-hmm. Lake Mead, like down by Air, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Vegas. Kind of the same concept. Yeah, it just washes away so much. That's why I never like to go near edges of stuff because <laughs> oh, yeah. you, <laughs> at end one up point in when I was a kid, my brother tried to push me off one. Oh, oh my God. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll be sitting there fishing walleye. Well, then there's coal veins along, you know, and that's why we... That, like all the place markers, oh, we're gonna go fish off Colvane? Yeah, yeah. You know, the slides, yeah. But you'll be, or the slides with, you know, and you'll be fishing by them, and yeah, chunks of the hillside will just come rolling into the water. Super. And I'm sure plenty of cows fall off that shit. And, well, that's where the good fishing is where the cows are well, yeah. in the water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I caught another cow. God damn it. Damn it. Fishing for beef. But it's a ghost cow. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Thing, yeah, when we were kids, like, uh, you know, they flooded the whole valley. Well, you know, in North Dakota, your biggest trees are cottonwoods, and they always grow along water. So mm-hmm. that river valley was full of big old cottonwoods, so they got all drowned, but they were still rooted down. But, you know, as decomposition takes hold and, you know, gases build up, 
they'll kind of float to the surface. So you'd be trucking along in your lake in the, or, you know, in a boat in the lake. And they hit just, a tree. Yeah, because they float like right under the fucking surface, oh, and Jesus. they're not insignificant trees. No, no. So. Yep. Like hitting a log cabin with your boat. Yeah. Yep. Well, there's <laughs> that, and the Corps of Engineers raises and drops the level, and since it is Badlands, there's underwater structure. There, there, there right. Buttes. Like, shit, my dad tore up his boat propeller on the top of one because it was under, like, six inches of water, and you're just, like, yeah. you're booking in, along. In a lake. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you're, yeah, your water's 80 feet deep beside it, and all of a sudden, yeah. oh, depth finder says we're three feet deep. Because it's pretty much Weaver's Needle, uh-huh. only underwater. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and no marking, because why and would no, you have any kind of marking? We drove back out wow. there the next day and threw some uh, some empty tide bottles on a rope with a rock to oh. warn other people, which, of course... Got washed into the shore. Yeah, with our calm winds. Yes. yes. Yeah, Constantly. Constantly, like 30 mile an hour wind Fucking out on there. Excellent. Yeah. Be out there in the middle of a thunderstorm. That's some good shit. Yeah, you know, I made the comment today going across the sound. It's like, oh, this is calmer than Lake Sakakawea, and it's the ocean. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but it always makes me nervous being on that ferry because that fucker goes out and like, my car. I don't want my car to be, you know, however. 500 fathoms. ferries are unsinkable, man. Yeah, I know, but it's always the... It's like Cessna. I come from a landlocked place, <laughs> except for Chicago. We, uh, we we parked right in the same spot in the same uh, ferry that... Or not the same ferry, but the same ferry run that got taken out and uh, two cars or, or so got damaged on... Yeah, that uh, was scaring me today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, what happened? We, we got put on the, the very front of the ferry. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. a couple oh, months yeah. ago, yeah. yeah. So a couple months ago, that's what got foobarred when the yeah. guy ran into the, and the dock. Carter, oh, shit. Carter happens to be driving a, a still new car, fresh uh, uh, Land Rover Defender that he's selling to a client. I'm assuming, hopefully. Yeah. So yeah, that that wouldn't be an auspicious beginning to yeah, no a trip. Shit. Like yeah, I brought your car to Washington. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the Puget Sound. Yeah. <laughs> Go look for it. They're kind of hard to get, so yeah. You know, yeah, this one's extra hard to get. I'll knock a couple <laughs> hundred bucks off, but you gotta go pick it up. Yep. <laughs> gotta fish the fish out of it. That's right. Mm. So, well, uh, octopus hole, you know. Oh yeah, octopus in the glove compartment. Did Tony? Did you ever see the lion house north of the Esquire? Did you ever? Did oh, you ever yeah. take him? Oh yeah. No, I, I never pointed it out. But so uh, there's this uh, mansion. Let's call it mm-hmm. just a couple blocks north of the bar. That you know the bar. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, the bar. Goes. There's uh, there's two lions in front of it, and it's called the Lion House. Okay. Those are stone you know, stone yeah, lions. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I forget who built it. Like one of the founders of Dickinson uh, built it. And there was supposed to be a murder there, like, in the 30s and 40s. Well, my grandmother worked across the street in the courthouse. And she said for years that she would see stuff moving in there, even though it was abandoned. And I was like, ooh, this is, yeah, scary, whatever. Mm. And I'm not exactly a religious guy. And uh, so I have a hard time telling the story because it's to deal with the supernatural. Yeah, yeah. But there for a while, like, things were messing with me. And I'd, I was walking by this, I was driving by this place, and all of a sudden I felt like something was in my car. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like. And then you forgot David was passed out in your back seat. <laughs> no, not that time. <laughs> and like something was, they like, kept on like doing this to me. Oh, like, like, ah! like, 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 it was like, like literally touching me. I'm like, I don't believe in this. How in the heck, how is this? And then it came home with me. And I had this stupid thing in my house for days and i couldn't get rid of it and i was like i, I thought i was losing my damn mind because again i don't believe in this stuff right and the creepiest thing is i was like okay if you're real turn on the, i had a flashlight sitting there by my night sounds like turn on the flashlight flashlight turned on oh! <laughs> and so then i uh 
Uh, and I was like, this has, to, you have to get out of my house. You have to get out of my house. You have to get out of my house. And all of a sudden it was gone and I'd never been messed with again. Yeah. It was, yeah, like I'll swear to God that this is a real story. But then a few years later, I'm reading how this is the most haunted place in North Dakota is this stupid house in Dickinson. Oh, I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Well, so, I, 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 I can attest. Look how you fucking it. crazy, dude. <laughs> fucking yeah. hitchhiking, fucking couch crashing ghost. Yeah, no shit. Or when we were at the, um, the Esquire, did you hear about their, their ghost, the Monique? Did you hear anything? I don't know about that, but their basement's no. scary as fuck with their you goddamn. You don't know about Monique? Nobody's ever called it by name. Yeah. They well, they got a girl ghost named Monique, oh. and uh, it's uh, it's it's a friendly ghost. You know, it doesn't have like well, a bad... choir, but he's drunk. And yeah, fucking yeah, weed. yeah. And uh, she likes to mess, especially with Marina. Oh, like Marina will not go in the basement. Fucking, <laughs> I don't like going in the fucking basement. <laughs> One time, I went to the basement, and uh, I was bar, I was helping a bar back that night. And did you ever go in that cooler? No, I'd always, Ryan okay. would always like pile shit up and I'd just carry it up the, um, so I had to go thing. in the cooler and he's like the big, like meat cooler, like mm-hmm. with the big drag, like you had to drag it cause it was off kilter and you had to drag it. So anyway, I'm going in there and I'm grabbing some beer and all of a sudden that door slammed shut. Oh fuck. Oh. And I uh, like, it's uh, like a big, a big walk-in cooler. Big yeah. Walk-in it's cooler, like Leatherface's like, house. Yeah, like, yeah. You're fucked. Yeah. And I was like. All right, and it's like there's they don't let anyone down in that. I mean, the the people that have gone in the uh, basement at the Esquire are like select few, so yeah. they just don't let anyone sneak down there to go down there. And I'm just like, oh, it's freaking Monique. And mm-hmm. yeah, Matthew, one night there they have different rooms there that you can't get into, and they have hallways. And like one night, the, the ghost locked one of the boys in the in between the hallways. And he oh had, he was, fuck! Matthew was there for like 16 hours. Oh my god! Fuck! That's so. When did he get done with his therapy? Okay, <laughs> right. That's, that is a fucking design flaw too. Well, man. it's <laughs> fucked because I mean, yeah, you. We, She's we a prankster. Fucking played the yeah. Esquire. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, it's like the, the basement is actually kind of bigger than well. Now the Esquire is bigger than when you played there. Okay. Uh, so they've kind of like reconfigured it. But you get under there and you get the impression the basement is bigger than the sure. building. So it's got some already your cryptic tunnels of motherfucking Death Valley shit happening. And of course got every Christmas decoration and beer sign and every other fucking thing. And outgrown baby clothes because the marshes have eight. 80 kids and... And a room full of bras. room full of bras from all the bras that used to be stapled to the ceiling that you just can't throw away. Yeah, of course not. But, so... And it's, you know, of course, dimly lit. It's could got... You, could you imagine, like, dropping off a truckload of bras to the fucking dump? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. No. And somebody is... <laughs> Hell no. Yo, hello, you keep, pl- hello, police. You keep that shit in your basement like a self-respecting <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Bertie just goes in there and, like, rolls around. Right. Like, <laughs> should just like, dress like, up as Santa and just throw him, throw him off no, in a parade or something. Duck. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, totally. now they got to be all from... down there. They got to be full of, like, spiders and shit now. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then uh, talking about the tunnels, Dick Dickinson has tunnels. Did you know that? For the bootlegging? Uh, well, I, I know that there had been one under the Ivanhoe. Yeah, so because like... The, my family back in the day had a speakeasy down there. They, yes, they, they used to steam heat the old downtown buildings. And there was like where the, where the courthouse kind of sits there, there was a steam heater. So they had steam tunnels to the original buildings down there. And yeah, you can get from building to building yet in some of the places down there. So there's definitely shit like that in Seattle. Uh, more than people know, not just the underground tour, but there's somebody made kind of a map way of how you can get down from the waterfront mm-hmm. up to Cap Hill without touching without, daylight. Yeah. Wow. Well, in the uh, I think in the 40s or 50s, my dad was a little kid. Um, there was like a there was like a few month long like crime spree that was happening. Um, and they couldn't figure out how these guys kept getting in and getting back out of uh, buildings and, like, robbing them and shit. And it turns out it was, like, a small gang that was, like, living in the fucking underground tunnels of, of fucking Seattle. Fucking Oliver Twist fucking yep. rat and they people? Would, they would pop up through the basement of, like, a building, 
Did they have trained Fuck. rats to like do their bidding? Yes, no. okay, yes, they did. Excellent. But they, yeah, they would they would pop up through like uh through the basements of buildings, fucking rob rob whatever they could get, and then fucking whoop disappear back into the fucking underground tunnels of Seattle. Bad. Um, Annie doesn't want to hear that one because she's <laughs> they're half convinced. You know how old the Grandview is that they live in? Yeah. Like they're half convinced that there's somebody living in the walls because there is big empty spaces in there. Like I know what Paul's talking about like down. I think it's where like the water heaters and stuff are. There's like enough space if you were not too up on your creature comforts. You yeah. Could stick. In fact, didn't they catch a guy in in there a while back? I, I, I think they did. It. Oh Jesus Christ! But like like Annie and Dillard are not convinced that there's not like a guy in their wall sometimes. Okay, we got to cut this off because the, yeah. the, <laughs> the, the fucking the, the off script shit is creepier than the fucking <laughs> right. actual like, episode. Well, we're gonna cap that off with hopefully by the time this airs, they'll have caught the fucking serial killer we have rolling around apparently in the South End. Yeah, there's been we just found out there's been a few uh, ladies found in the South End to see. Seattle, uh, like ritualistically mut- mutilated the same way and posed the same way. I think it's like four now, or maybe five. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think it takes four or five to be a serial killer. Yeah. Well, either which way, it's been kind of like Green River Gary's back. Well, and it has to do the with sequel. like people going out. You know, young women uh, mostly in their thirties going out on the on the town. Yeah, out, out late partying and shit, and the, mm. they they basically get picked up. It seems like between like like midnight and seven a.m. and then by the you know. Following by the you know nine o'clock in the morning, ten o'clock they so, get found. So I'm not just trying to sound like the patriarchy, but you know, women folk and those who care about your women folk, fucking buddy system, buddy system, the fuck out of it. Yep. Whoo. Yep. So hopefully by the time this actually airs, actually this is airing pretty quick. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't give a fuck how quick it airs. Yeah. Hopefully by the time it airs, they've caught this fuck. But yep. <sighs> oh man, well, that was depressing. Yeah. Anyways, um. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, creepier creepier than the actual scripted stuff. But uh, this shit's gone on long enough, I think. Well, yep. You guys didn't have any questions about Mel's City since I'm like live. Oh. We were going to do... Oh, I mean... I mean, we don't is, have is, to. Is the giant baby real? But no, it's just a cutout. Oh. But then neither is the dinosaur. Or the rhino or the buffalo. What, yeah. What's the best bar in Mile City? The best bar. You better you know, say Buffalo Bar. I've never actually had a drink in Mile City. I don't want to. Have I have a drink in Mile <laughs> one, one of these times. One of these times, I'm gonna bite the bullet and just stop there because you know that that downtown where they got the neon restored. Yeah. It looks cool as it shit. It looks really cool. I don't know how sanguine I'll be about it once I'm in the bar talking to people. So here, like when when I developed my passion for Mile City, let's call it. Uh, the Dakotas, Montana was dying. Population was going away. So the gene pool was getting very thin in eastern Montana. Yeah. But now with Bozeman and Missoula blowing up with Californians, uh, those people are moving to the Billings and the people in Billings are moving to the smaller towns. So the gene pool is... It's, get, it's getting yeah, a little yeah, more... Yeah, I, I absolutely... I, actually, there's a couple... Like, uh, there's a place called the Black Skillet I like eating in Miles City now. Okay. And uh, I, I mean, I don't hate it as much. And now they have a Tesla charging station, which you have to charge at if you're driving a Tesla yeah, across yeah, Montana. You're not so I've been spending quite a bit of time in Miles City the last year and a half, two years, and it's it's getting better. So I have... It's probably disappointing to hear for our, you know. But, yeah. Well, you but st- we're, we're still going to keep fucking with them. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to fuck with them because every time I try to go to your fucking Old West Center, you're never open. Well, uh, granted, it was a pandemic, but they're, fuck they're you. from like one to two on Tuesdays. Well, I've, tr- I've Tuesday gone there at reasonable times. They weren't. <laughs> I always eat at just the town pump because they got them fried gizzards. Uh, and them uh, chili cheese corn dogs. Award winning corn dogs. Yep. You think they're gizzards. I don't give a that's, shit what That's they why are. all the mutant people are disappearing. Well, maybe. Oh, well, I don't give a shit. They're tasty. I'll just eat them. 
But yeah, one of these times I'll I'll actually stop there and maybe even stay for a day and maybe take in some sights. There's some cool houses downtown. Well, there's absolutely it's a very historical city, but for right now we're just gonna keep shitting on it because yeah, no, we I, need a punching I, bag and yeah, why by all not? Means. <laughs> by all means. I mean I, I bought I bought the, the canvas. So. <laughs> 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 I'm probably the only one who bought the canvas, but I bought the canvas. Um, so. uh, wow. well, uh, uh, Alfie's at least got the uh, the t-shirt or the oh he's got a sweatshirt sweatshirt yeah. sweatshirt yeah I just don't have the the gall to like oh not where you're at no <laughs> no you know, you know, wear, wear that through Mile City you'll get that, su- you'll get dismembered that, that's that's a suburb so <laughs> <laughs> yeah you you pass through that territory enough where you don't want to risk like accidentally leaving it on the seat of your car or something no new. no. Man, I wear a bison hat once in a while, and they, oh, they, they get mad. Give you the shit eye even for that? <laughs> Fuck. All right. Well, Carter, it's been a pleasure having you on. Yeah, thanks it's, for uh, having me. We are uh, honor of being our oh, honor of being our first fucking actual sit-in guest. Hopefully, we can do more from time to time. Yeah. He's a ghost. It's a good really. trial one. Oh, shit. Ooh. He is a ghost. <laughs> the apparition of Oily. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, he just barfed up a bunch of ectoplasm on the table. <laughs> Well, it's Chuckles. Just shoot up Chuckles and yeah, Mountain exactly. Dew. <laughs> Chuckles and Mountain Dew. Brought to you by Chuckles and Mountain Dew. Should have got Pop Rocks and Mountain Dew. Then oh, we'd actually fuck. have some ectoplasm all over the place. Yeah. Some Mentos, Diet Coke. Oh, God. I'm not a seagull. <laughs> anyway. Uh, thanks for joining us for this uh, 2022 Howdy Ween. And um, we haven't, well, I haven't asked him yet, but I'm pretty sure that this theme song is by uh, our buddy Spooky. Oh, okay. Yeah. Again. He's done like the Howdy Ween uh, ones for the last two. Okay. But if not, we'll just play the last one from last year backwards because that's spooky. Hey, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna like keep mangling. <laughs> yeah, uh, but we'll we'll be back next week with uh, I think some more Osage uh, situations. Mm, should be more Osage. Yeah, that, yeah. We're we're kind of dropping. Well, no, this dro- this is bonus baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, we'll be back. But until we do, are we're gonna go out in a hell of uh, ghost vomit fire. Ghost vomit fire. Excellent. Fuck you, Mile City. There you go. Wow, did it live. Fuck you, Mile City. And also Nelson Miles. <laughs> Fuck you, Mile City. I want you to know it's over.